PulpMX.com show. Welcome to a special year in review edition of the PulpMX.com show, part two. Hey! You're part of it! Yeah! You're part of it! Hey! You're part of it! Moving on to show 49, all I really need to say about this one is Cox versus Dunes. Yeah, which was funny because, you know, Kenny stormed out. He did not care about it. And Tits, you were over it. And at one point, I even took my mic, my headset off and was talking to Angie about something. The whole funny thing is, though, is Greg, Greg, our uh, our tech guy, said to me that when either when Cox or Dan Dunes came on, we had one first and then, or maybe we had them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, they, they argued with each other, yeah. That one show spiked up at the latest hour. They were on at the 9 o'clock hour. And... Our show spiked with those two idiots arguing about nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember. You could tell was... from the voicemails that I mean that show really got people worked up. Not, yeah. nine times out of ten, it's usually Cox getting them worked up because they can't stand how he attacks people. But right. it's, it's it's polarizing. Right, and for the record, Swizzle, you're not a Dan Dunes fan. I wouldn't say I'm not a Dan Dunes fan. I'm not a fan of anybody who does shady things like that it shows a real lack of integrity too big too fast too big too fast too big too fast that was an epic line (laughs) that was epic you're right that's good job on that i get a lot at the weight watchers meetings for me oh yeah yeah for sure too big too fast mathis um i i I thought this show was great although i mean i was trying to i was cox the dan dunes was very scared of coming on he knew i was buddies with cox and he was very, and he also too. Let's face it, he probably knew he was in the wrong, so he was very hesitant about coming on. I promised him, I'm just gonna, you know, let the debate happen. I will let him speak, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And I think I did a good job. I tried to do that, where I said, "Hey, Cox, shut up. Let let. Okay, Dan, what about this? You know." Um, and there was no real winner of that argument. There was a lot of losers, though. <laughs> Everyone was a loser in that argument. Uh, but you know what? Like I said, that show that show helped us. It helped the ratings. It helped to get the buzz out. This is also the same one that uh, Bonnie called in and broke the Stewart uh, arrest dealio. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then Sorby. Uh, Sorby. <laughs> you guys called Sorby. Well, we he's called like, Sorby, and he's that's like, That's what they were playing with those lights. That's, oh, I told them about those lights. <laughs> and then he hung up. I got I to gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, that was yeah. good. Yeah. Good times. Show 49. Wow, sometimes you got to go the extra mile, uh, don't you? That's what they say about me, Steve, the extra mile math. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a, I'm sure that's yeah, what they call right. hey, Pipe down, bud. Pipe down. Answer the phones, tits. Uh, dear Mr. Legendary, congrats on your guy's win. 11 weeks of believing are paying off. Must be sweet after the Vegas Oracle Mathis just announced last week that he wouldn't win a race no more this year. I just want to get on my ducky and float. Improv too much. Soy mocha rain movies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that is. And I then, can relate with that. You can? Uh, Soy mocha. That means he's getting a mocha. Okay. It's raining, so he's going to the movies. That's just he didn't he just leaves out what, what the the words in between. He just <laughs> Well, we're on the same level here. Dude. You gotta be you gotta be able to So understand. who knew Kenny? <laughs> you can you can Kenny make could sense. be our translator. Our translator right. can, yeah, dude. It's like look yeah. on more, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you asked Austin that look on more. Oh, He'll look, be like, look oh, no yeah, more. Look more. <laughs> All right. And and then the uh the fi- the it's final beyond one. us. It's beyond us. What's the final the one? The final one is peanut peanut butter mood. Yes. 
Yes. That means he's in the mood for peanut butter and he's pumped. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. Breaking news. Tits legendary has motocross news. I love boobs. Tits reads the news. Tits reads the news. That's old news, right? Screw all of you guys. It's the gayest part of the show right there. Sorry, you guys. You have to listen to that. Love hey, that intro. You shut your mouth. Whoa. That's right. Take his iPad and fucking. What the (laughs) fuck did you just say to me? Go poop on it. Go poop on his iPad. Dude, go grab some fucking lumber and carry it over here. Fucking guy. He's a construction worker. He's on a fucking radio guy. I see. I was like, where did the. It's concrete, actually. Dude, I don't care who the the guy's guy's out in the heat all day. It's good into his brain. (laughs) That was rather extreme. I'm wow, not, I'm not taking crap today. I'm on a high from Dungey winning this weekend, so you better watch out. Did you know that Ryan Dungey won the race this weekend? You know he did. The, no- he, he also tweeted me, and he wanted me to tell you to suck it and to stop being a hater. Hey, yeah. did you bring my money? What money? For the show. You, no. did, you did say last week you... I didn't, I didn't collect on anybody. Well, fuck, get off your wallet, dude. I need to get some money, man. I can't fucking waste my time sitting here and not get paid. Yeah, all right, bud. You should ask for all your money up Yeah, why don't you, why don't you be pretty, like him? It works yeah. pretty well. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I need to get paid all year right now. Uh, reader submitted a question. Kevin Houston asks yes. why you put Moservations and the Pulp Show PRs on Racer X and not Swiss Corner. What's the deal with that? I have no defense for that. I don't okay. know. He just wanted to know. He did? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um Maybe I just don't think his column's on, on par with Moservations. <laughs> What's his dream team shit? What the hell's that hey, all about? Don't be jealous. What, Tits what? and three little buddies. Hey. They got together. You're, call, you're calling Castillo a little buddy? Yeah, you guys are all little buddies. We are buddies. So Dave Castillo's on the dream team? Yeah. He, Dave, he, quit he, it. He, he's the one who actually initiated the whole deal. <laughs> Dave. 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 This life is, is not that Dave, bad, bro. Dave. This is Dave, don't Dave, listen. Dave, to him. life is not that bad it's when you got to be on a dream deal. team with Mosier and Tits Legendary, but think and about Kevin. it. And Kevin. Yep. Come on, Dave. So show us some respect. How please. could you go from the Great Western crew of the most phenom? Davey, he, he, team doesn't, he doesn't ever. mean this. Don't listen to him. Yeah, dude, you're killing me right now, Dave. Killing me. I just <laughs> lost so much respect for you. <laughs> this guy says he is praying that something falls from a plane. And lands right on tits right now. A plane carrying a load of anvils. Wow. <laughs> Quote of the night. Anyway, that's all I got. I already did the outro. Perfect. Then you don't do not uh, another not another word out of you the rest of the night. Really? Yeah. Nothing more to you to say. Why? Just answer the phones. But what if I have something good to say? Then you gotta turn your microphone off and come over here and ask if you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you're in the top three, I might I might go watch you race and I will be American flagged out. That would be awesome. I'd be hanging right, over the fence. Deal, right? Here's the deal. If I'm in top three in a championship before the third round at Glen Helen, you have to come and watch the GP at Glen Helen. Okay, perfect. You've got to give me one of your jerseys, and I'll wear it. And It, it could be okay. like a size medium, and I, I usually wear an XL. <laughs> and it, I'll just be breaking out of it, and I will be your guy. I'll get one of those tall hats with red, white, and blue. And if you're in the lead, I might even paint my face red, white, and blue. You're a real fan. You know what I mean? Like, you're uh, you're a rider, but you, you're into the sport. You follow it, and it's it's uh, you know it's cool to see that. I think one of the things that really appealed to Quit me. Quit sucking his dick. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Matt, you wanted us to to call you uh, for some for some breaking news uh, on the air. Do you? Uh, Are you coming out of the closet? What's what's the deal? No, not coming out of the closet. I 
didn't even know you guys were on tonight. I forgot about that. Oh. But, um, I was laying in bed in my, in my dad's house, and he ran in, knocked on my door, and I ran into his room and said that 24-year-old professional motocrosser James Stewart was arrested tonight and is behind bars for uh, impersonating a police officer with lights on his dash. What? Trying to pull people over on 417. And, and um, is this reliable, or is this is this some some made up Vital MX stuff? No, this is on Channel Nine WFTV News, eleven o'clock news. Whoa! And um, he probably did it for his TV show or something. Pulled over was was an undercover cop, and I guess he ran from him, and got caught. It's not James Stewart. It's Mark Stewart. Dude, I had a picture. I'm pretty sure I know what James looks like. I had a picture of James <laughs> Stewart and said, "However old he is, professional motocrosser." Is arrested behind bars tonight. Sore balls. What's up? Where's James Stewart at? Eh, I can't believe it. I don't know. I've been trying to call him all afternoon, and <laughs> maybe that makes sense because uh, that makes sense. He won't pick up my phone call now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we got links to say some guy named Mark Stewart, and then, of course, somebody on Vital said that, but I wouldn't trust that at all, you know? So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spread any rumors. That it's, if it's if it, uh, yeah, it's not. It's we got a Mark Stewart that was arrested, but Bonnie says it was on the news with James's face. So perhaps the news people got it wrong. <laughs> Shit! Oh my god! I cannot believe it. I was playing with a stupid light the other day. You what? <laughs> well, how he got arrested in Orlando International Airport? Oh my god! <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you reading the? What, what yeah, have? I'm reading it. Oh. It looks so real. I don't know. Like, I, I'm seeing the news at the, st- at the same time as you guys can see right now. So Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, Is it on the news? It is on the news. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. But is I'm, it, is I'm, it... I'm shocked right now. <laughs> you see James or you see Mark? I see James. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, we saw a link that said Mark Stewart. Why don't you call? All you got to do is call Big James. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to wake him up right now so he can get my ass kicked, too. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> Let's bring in the 1990-125 Supercross champion, Denny Stevenson. They don't like to see him fool you, man. He's loaded. He's got so much money, he prints it in his bathroom. <laughs> oh, believe me. I do. I'm part of the Obama administration. I'm printing that shit. The only, time I ever flew, <laughs> the, only, the only time I ever flew in a private jet was with Kenny Watson and Dave Castillo. So yeah, That's the only time I flew in a, in a private jet was uh, in, in a Dave Castillo jet as well, yes. Where are you going, Tits? Tits just got up That's the only life. time I ever flew in one either. Well... Your family owned it, so that counts. When's the Great Western Bank book coming out? Who's writing it? <coughs> the book? Yeah. You know, it's a book. I don't know if we'd have to edit half most of it until pretty much everyone was dead and gone, but uh, it'd be a good book. Dave could write it. I'd allow him to do it. Um, um, uh, what, uh, yeah, who would, who would ghostwrite it? The same guy wrote, uh, what, I think, The Dirt from Motley Crue. We'd, we'd let him do it. Oh, that'd be awesome. But you guys would have to... You guys would have to uh, uh, dish it all out, like the crew book, you know? Is yeah. Dave still on, or he's gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was figured he's, he's talking to you still. I don't know. I'm talking, nope. to, talking to still, Yeah, I mean, we had a good time. Let's let it be, be known. You know, we, uh, you know, the skit we used uh, for the Crutch Demons of Dirt, I think maybe it was the second one I think we did. 
with the jet. We all had our pimp suits on. We got from Palmer, and uh, it was me and uh, Bud Man and Phil and, and Davey. And, uh, yeah, we, we did it right. You know, we, uh, you know we, we might not have been winning a lot of races, but I think we had a pretty, pretty huge fan base back at the time. I remember we won, won the races mm-hmm. in Houston. I think we, Davey, I think we, we pretty much threw everything we had out of the truck, all of our parts, all of our plastic, all of our gear, and kind of got caught up in the scene and realized the next week we had to reorder all of our stuff for the next race. <laughs> You're like, yeah, celebration, yeah. Oops, we need more. We need we need more parts. Dave, were you were you on the Great Western team when you made the main event? Was that same? yeah, or was yeah. that another year? Was that the- Dave made the Dave made the main event in Orlando, right, Dave? Nope, Tampa, 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 Tampa. But Tampa. What I didn't know if it was five or ninety six. Well, I don't know. That's why I was asking. Ninety six. Oh, so it was a Great Western team. Ninety six was Great Western Bank, right? So, to, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I can just imagine the uh, the celebration after. Mons Venus was off the hook that <laughs> night. <laughs> well, I, I remember that night because well, the, the, that day, the day before that was Presley on Friday, and Buddy and I got done. I think with Presley about four o'clock. We were straight to Mons Venus, and we stayed there about until about eleven o'clock. And you can't drink there, so obviously we weren't drinking. Um, then the next day, Buddy, neither Buddy and I made, nor Buddy or I made the main event. Dave made the main event. I remember telling Bud in the truck, in our trailer, going, man, that's pretty cool, Dave made the event. And Bud's like, I don't give a shit, I didn't make the main event. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what team unity that team had. What, a, what an awesome, <laughs> everyone pulling for each other. And no, I, I was gone too. I quit, uh, that was my last outdoor national, was uh, Glenn Helen that year. I, oh, you made it far. You know, the, we, Great Western wasn't coming through the money. Um, it was like 110 degrees that day. I think Mike Metzger passed me twice. I pulled <laughs> off and I think I've had enough. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was the final determination. Oh. That was it. Mike Metzger passed me twice. I said, "You know what, Don? I think it's time to go go arena crossing." Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, did you make more money in arena cross than you did in Supercross and Nationals? Um. Yeah, for sure. Did I mean, you? Okay. Was, uh, yeah. Well, you, you won know, a title. And time, stuff. We ran seventy-two main events one one arena cross season. I think there was 18, 18 weekends. Um, four four a weekend. With four with four main events a weekend. You know, we ran seventy-two main events, and we had a chance to make. Shoot, you know, up to between a thousand, between yeah, a thousand to three grand a weekend or something like that. You can make some good cash for sure. Hey, Danny, you know, how throwing much? The dash, throwing the dash of cashes and yeah, there was some good money we made for sure. I, my my poorest decision was bringing Budman over. If I hadn't brought him over, I think I would have done a lot better. You know what? This is like one of my like things. I used to trip when I used to go to Danny's house. I used to love like going down in his basement and he would have all his old MSR gear. Like yeah, he would keep it all. Dude, he had some like back in the day. That's like if you pull that out now, it would still be cool. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, his stuff. The, uh, wasn't it just? I wouldn't just say MS Racing. It was solid colors and stuff. It was what was it? High Point, Denny? It was. It was well. Kind of. That's when High Point and MSR were kind of MS Racing at the time was was kind of the same things. And you know, I still have bags of it sitting in my bomb's basement. A lot of stuff I kept. I mean, obviously keep all that old stuff. But uh, you know, MS Racing stuff. It was basically nylon pants uh, with a little bit of. Uh, you know, uh, spandex down the side. The the stuff was printed on 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 the on the nylon. And at the end of every race, I usually had a burn hole, you know, about the size of a you know, a good huge donut on my leg. The stuff was uh, was good and colorful, but it, it, it was uh, this definitely wasn't the quality of today. Um, it's funny that Dave says he wanted to be like you growing up. I'm sure Danny, you wanted to be like Dave with uh, with Jim's jet and stuff. So. Well, I've always admired Dave. Dave was, uh, Dave would consider Dave a good friend of mine. You know, he, he, we always, I called him Godbot because the guy could, ladies would just fall off him. I just kind of followed behind him and picked up all the scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Godbot. 
Godball. Hey, Tits, are you? He, gonna, he was a chiseled. He was a chiseled man. Tits, are you going to tweet that on your dream team? Dream team? Dream, dream team? Dream team? You can't team. even say it. You're so flustered by us, huh? <laughs> well, I'm really, uh, I'm really funny that Kenny has no opinion about many things and doesn't care. But apparently, yeah. this Twitter account has really set him off. Like, you never no, know really what Kenny's going to get upset about. That's Shout out to Dream Team and uh, hey, Dennis. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't. Tweet your phone number, dude. Yeah. Dude, I didn't realize it's not like Facebook. I, I got a Twitter to follow some of the Supercross stuff, and now I'm following Charlie Sheen, a couple porn stars, and Chad Reed. A couple um, porn stars. So, I checked out yeah, who, who, knew that I, who knew that putting my phone number would cause such? I mean, it's not like Justin Bieber or anything, but you know, I did couple, get a couple texts from a couple guys saying, hey, you should take your phone number down. But I had another call, uh-huh. and it's confirmed. It's confirmed. For somebody well, would know. Someone, yes. Without, Some, without a doubt, you're saying? 150%. One hundred. Well, allow me to drop an f bomb here. I'm fucking floored. Wow. One hundred fifty percent confirmed that that happened. Wow. Um. I mean, I'm just going to show you. They sent me the same thing, and they, they said it's real. Holy shit balls. The Stewart thing. I, I'm sorry. I had my headphones yeah. off. Yes. Okay. So here's the background for everybody that wants to know what's going on. Dan has started a website, mxaddicts.com. He's been around a sport for a long time. His dad used to own or just run Indian Dunes. Which one? Uh, it- it was owned by a corporation. Okay. He just ran it. He just ran Indian Dunes. Dan yep. started up a website for fans that uh, uh, gave you tweets from the races as well as some race reports, interviews, that sort of thing. Dan had a little bit of controversy, though. I he, did. He, he wasn't at Jacksonville. He said nope. he was. He said he was. And Steve Cox, um, among others, did not take kindly to that. Um, there's been a little bit of controversy, some sniping going back and forth on Vital and on Twitter. It's all Twitter. I mean, I didn't know what Twitter was at all until maybe December. I started getting on there for Chad Reed. Um, no intentions of starting a website or doing anything. Uh, just started hanging out on Twitter. Come January 8th, I decided I was going to tweet the races from what I saw, um, watching it on TV. So I, I started tweeting it. A guy came to me, said, write an article for me. And um, I'll post it, and I'll show you how to get followers. So it just started escalating. I wrote an article. He loved the article. He printed it on his website, um, and he wanted me to continue to do race reports. So that's what I did. All the races were live in the beginning, so I would just tweet the race reports. I had no intention of this growth. Um, I guess people liked what I was doing, and um, I would just tweet the races and talk to the photographer that was there. Since February 13th, I have been to one race, San Diego, and I've never once in all these tweets ever said I was at a race. In a weak moment of idiocy, I said I was at Jacksonville. Did you ever claim you were at any other races besides Jacksonville? Never once claimed I was at another race besides Jacksonville. Okay. I never said I wasn't. Cox, what, uh, what's going on? What's, 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 uh, what gets you so worked up about this? Well, first off, um, I know for a fact that he tweeted he was up in the stands tweeting at Anaheim, too, because I saw the tweet come across on my computer while I was sitting in the press box, and I remember looking around at the stadium and thinking to myself, like, where would this guy be? So you're saying it was more than just Jacksonville? Yeah, I know for a fact that it was, because I know that at least that one time he said he was at the races. I know that he was um, making a point of saying that he was going to be at the races or that he was at the races. Um I also know that he has sent um, emails and whatnot to other people um, complaining and saying, oh, my God, you know, somebody must have told him that I wasn't at 
four or five of these races and you know this and that and and the truth was is i didn't actually know that many until this person told me that that dan sent them that that uh email or text or whatever who's this um, person steve what can we can we get to that who's this person oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it's not important the the Ed. This whole thing's not important. This is fucking ridiculous. Whoa, we who got, gives a fuck? Uh, five yeah, minutes. See, hey, fuck. who bet on who bet on him not being interested? Uh, yeah. I'm not interested. This is freaking retarded. Yeah, do, yeah. do you really want to go? Uh, yeah, this is stupid. Huh. They're gonna Thank argue you. who's there, who's Hi, out Kenny. there. Who gives a shit? Who gives Thank a you. shit? <laughs> I, I back I dunes. I don't care. He's doing what he wants to do. Who cares? He's being dishonest as we sit here. Um, and uh, uh, it's really unfortunate because you know he sounds like a likable enough guy. It's just that when you're taking a taking or trying to become part of a profession, you know that uh, in journalism, you know your word is essentially like Mathis said. That's kind of your biggest um, asset. And uh, when you start out on a on a supposed career change or whatever, uh, down but I don't that think path, he is. I don't think he is. I think he's doing it for fun. And uh, he, I think that he's wrong. I think you're wrong because I know for a fact that he's trying to make money, and he has made money. He was working with LPMotocross.com prior um, prior to doing his own thing. And hey, uh, Dunes, I wouldn't worry about it. I'd hire you. Some reason. What? I'd hire you're, Dunes. I, you, I think you. I think you what, should hire Dunes. Then you I should. think he does. I think he does That'd a good, good job. You. Have you read? Have you read what he has to write? Yeah, it's terrible. That's your opinion. My God! Wow. Hey, Dan. I just got a text from somebody. Uh, that said you told them you were in a suite in the Atlanta Supercross. There you go. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I just got a text from somebody I know that listens to the show that said that you said you were in a suite in Atlanta. So right. maybe there's more than just Jacksonville. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. No, I know for a fact there's more than just Jacksonville. The guy, the guy um, he's, he, he got caught on one lie, and he's just been piling lie on top of lie to try and cover that. Dan, which races were you at? Well, I, you should know, Steve. I was sitting right next to you. When? Yeah, he was eating a hot dog. Oh, Steve Mathis Cox or, or Cox? Yeah, which one? Mathis, do you have no memory? I met, I met you in San Diego, sat right next to you and Aaron Hansel. In so San, that's one. In San Diego? I'm, no, yeah. I, dude, I'm, I'm, I actually I do get people all the time that say, hey, I met you at this race, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. So no offense, I, I do. Yeah. Two people. There was you, Dude, Aaron Hansel. Kind of no, big deal. You you're can't absolutely just, like, right. You can't just meet him once and expect him to remember. He's like Madonna. There was. No, <laughs> you know what? Um, Cox, that's the funniest thing you ever said. I can vouch for Dan because Aaron Hansel was right next to me. Like, that's he wouldn't just pull it out yeah, of his yeah, butt. Yeah, so we so. got one then. So how many more? That's it. That's, okay. that's fine with me. Addicts, I have been to one race, San Diego. I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. This was all just fun. I, I wasn't intending to be a journalist. I was just having fun. People received it well. I was tweeting from home. I was having a good time. I wasn't trying to perpetrate anything. This is all about Twitter. So now she comes to me and says, I, I'd like to transcribe for you. I tell her I'm broke. I have not made, he, he thinks I made money. I have not made any money at this. LP Motocross paid me $0. You can call him on the phone. We, What's that his guy number? Is the coolest dude in the world and runs a great site, and he gave me Ooh, a great yeah, opportunity. But he paid me nothing. So I made zero there. Um, then I have BTO Sports on my, on my site, and that's because I love that company, and I put them on there to give them some promotion. GM, DMXS as well as on there. Nobody has paid me for anything. I do this completely for free. I have not made a penny. This is for free, period. You want my, you want my girl to come down here and tell you we are going broke doing it. If he knew where my address was, I'd have a fucking restraining order on this guy. 
what about the the uh, privateer interview you did for her that came out when it was on your site was completely different than what she actually transcribed for you? My job as a writer is to make the writers sound as good as possible. If they say stuff like dramatically, <laughs> I'm not going to print the word dramatically. No, 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 no. We're talking about, because uh, I, I asked her after, well, after the fact, actually, I got them today. I asked her for the, for the, uh, the copy. Um, and we're talking about, like, you completely changing, adding questions you never asked, and even adding laughs, like in parentheses, like the writer laughed at your joke that you never asked. Um, for the writer and um, changing what the writer had to say about things completely, not just changing words, but changing completely what they had to say. Hey, Dan, I, I, again, I, I know you're scared that I'm setting this thing up because I've known Cox longer than you. I'm really not, but I did just get a confirmation from somebody with the Twitter and account that you're saying I'm in a suite. In Big fucking deal. No, I'm just saying Dan came Big out. Big deal. Big deal. If he lied about being there, who cares? Who fucking what cares? Dan this is said he lied one time. You know what? You guys argue. I'm going home. Every single writer has called me to thank me for making it good. They um, did, huh? All of them? This is an entertainment good industry, job. and I, I do not change what the writers say. If a oh, question, I can prove you do. Well, you, you can't. What you can prove is that you stole an interview, and, and you made it to what you want. Wow. No, I can prove it. It's on your website. I already screen grabbed it. So, so even if you change it, it doesn't matter. You are a loon ball. Did and you hear about James about. Stewart getting arrested? What? <laughs> Did you hear James Stewart getting arrested? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, can That's we talk crazy. about some of this stuff? Can we? Can you, we should, talk you, should, you should report on it from Chad Reed in, in Orlando or, or Chad Reed or, in the series, and the guy is a freaking warrior, or that RV two is only three points back, and we're only twenty two points back to fifth place. Why and we got math too. It's good. This is insane. Here's the and, thing. And Here's the thing. Talk hey, about Cox. this is, is stupid. Let's well, talk about this season that's been absolutely unreal. If I were you, I would want to change the the, the subject also. <laughs> yeah, I didn't change anything. I worded it. I, I word things to make them entertaining to the reader. Would you give me permission to post the original copy? Absolutely not. Without Why talking, not? that's weird. If it's not really that much different. My job is to show the writers in the best possible light I can. The point of an interview is to let the writer tell people what's going on. I don't care what anyone says. This shit is comical, okay? We are creative writers, and I create No, we're not. <laughs> no, that's, that's what you and I differ. Cox, Cox. If you're saying that this is an interview of somebody, that is not creative writing. That is it, journalism. It, you're supposed to be boring. reporting what they said. It's not fiction, Cox. It is fiction. Once you change wholesale what somebody says, that's no longer reality. You understand that? What I understand is that you're a loon ball. It, the report says that James Mark Stewart, Jr., 25, Ooh, attempted to stop that's a his car while name? traveling along SR-417 in Oskaletta County. Okay. It said tr troopers said Stewart had a red and blue uh, police lights in the dash area of the truck. Yeah, Stewart no, pulled no. Up I read it. I read it, John. Well, actually, what's funny is there's another report that says Mark Stewart, but you're saying well, it says his middle name is Mark. So that's where the oh, yeah, it is James M. Stewart on his like entry. That's entry where the I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think it's right. kind of officially confirmed. Well, it's actually been up on a couple different dude. Uh, I love to talk about it. Orlando. What do I? What do I? Who How do, do I, I explain the dreadlocks, dude? Or the completely different? No, that's photo? not his picture. No, that's not that, his that, photo. That, that was bogus. That was from before. This but, is John, something. That what we, do I? What yeah. do I do? Who do I call? I, I don't know anything about it besides you know what I mean. Like I agree, massive story, bigger than 
Yeah, yeah, Dan Dunes and Cox. For sure. Bigger than Dan Dunes and Cox, unfortunately. It says, um, attempted to stop a car while traveling around, traveling along State Route 417. It just so happens that two of the occupants inside the car that Stort had pulled over were off duty troopers. (laughs) Troopers said Stort had a red and blue police lights. And it says, as Stort pulled up to the vehicle, the state trooper identified himself as law law enforcement. Stort realized that he had stopped a state trooper and sped off. So the off-duty troopers notified Florida Highway Patrol dispatchers and called 911 to report the impersonator. If this is all true, which it seems like it is, it's a really, really, really dumb thing for him to do, but... It's not like he was out murdering babies or something. It's you know he was probably. Yeah, it's not like he was lying line. about being at a race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which exactly. according to Cox yeah. is the same as killing babies. Right. Who do you guys think is the favorite at this point to get arrested? I agree, Cox. You were relentless on Dan Dunes. And yeah, I know it was fun. Right. I was sitting there. I was sitting there <laughs> like, hey, Steve, Steve, do me a favor. DM me your phone number real quick. Uh, who is this, Moser? This is Dan. Dan Lamb. Oh, dude, there's no I way in hell I'm giving that. you my phone number. I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> actually talk to you a little bit about something. But if you don't want to, that's fine. Hold on, dude. Okay, we got, we got. Uh... You were just accusing me of stalking you, <laughs> and now you want my phone number. It does have a yeah, point, Dad. Like I, I wanted to basically clear, clear some stuff up and off the air that you want to do everything in, in, oh, you know, out in the open. But yeah, I, I am scared of you, and that's kind of why I want to talk so to you. So you want my phone number? I gotta ask Co- Steve Cox. Can I have your number so you can give me some pointers on how to stalk somebody? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Guy B, what's up? Hey, Dan, one thing you got to do is, yeah, I know you, you said uh, you let the, as soon as you ran the lie on the, the forum that you were not going to, you kind of went, uh-oh, what did I do? Yeah, later that yeah, after, I know, Guy. Later, we we later, talked. Later, later that afternoon, I when I'm texting you and saying, hey, where are you at the race? And you're, you're telling me, hey, what vest number are you? I'm going to go over to Chad's truck right now. Next time, no, I told you I didn't have press passes, That I asked you if you were going to Chad's truck. I know, but, but yeah. this is when you're also telling me that you're at the race, and when we yeah. check back and forth. Yep. Next time, you, you know, you drop a big bomb lie out there, what you need to do is say, in the very next line, or the very next message on, on the forum, say, hey, haha, I was just kidding. Don't, don't run it forever. I know, and we talked about this, and we—it's now been played, and I understand that, and and it was like I said, I was trying to do too much too fast. Uh, said something I shouldn't on a message board on a, being a, being attacked in a weak moment, and um, I've paid the piper. Show fifty. We got lots of Steve Cox hater emails and voicemails. <laughs> Discussions of the Brooks issue over at the. Emmanuel team still no no facts coming out. I mean, still to this day, yeah. there's lots of people wanting to know what really happened. But right. flea bargaining comes out of K Dub. Oh, flea, this is flea bargaining. Yep, <laughs> yep. The AMA needs the flea. That one got ping going too. <laughs> no, that's the one that I say. Did you say flea bargaining? He goes yes. But let, let's let's be queer. Let's be queer. Let's be clear, Swizzle, on the app on the <laughs> Pulpamex on, on the on the on the Pulpamex app. We were limited on our drops on how much we could pack into each drop, gigabyte wise. We had a whole, we have a whole bunch more. We'll work. Yeah, we, I, I clipped almost probably half of what we had. We have a lot of Kenny isms mm-hmm. that we need to put on there somehow, some way. Show fifty.
I like it. There you go. I like it. Let's let's uh, let's go Dude, out on that. What, what am I working with here? <laughs> I like it. Okay, the Pulp MX contest. So you think that you like the show, and you think that you want to come on and debate myself and Kenny Kenneth PQ Watson about the finer points of Supercross? Well, now you can. Now here's your chance. We are going to have a contest to come into the studio, i.e., my house here in Las Vegas, and you can sit in on a show. Um, of whatever weekend works out for you and for us. I'm sure Jesus loves Steve Cox, but the rest of us think he's an asshole. I know he's your boy and all, but please keep that pretentious effort off the air. I can't bear to listen to him, and every show I have to sit through with that blowhard makes me a fraction less of a pulp fan. If you're not going to enforce it with other guys in the past, you can't choose to enforce it with James Stewart. I, I, I agree. I'm not saying so, any, I'm not saying I mean, they I'm with you. I'm not saying they should have do anything like that to James because my whole deal on the whole thing with James did is it's something that we've all done stupid things and a lot of us never got caught. Right. He just did and like I said last week, I hope to God it's not true. Maybe he was just doing something and having fun. Right. And, and I, just knowing James enough as I do, I think that if he knew that th- this would have happened, uh-huh. I just don't think he really knew the circumstances if he got uh, in trouble, how much trouble he would get in. It's uh, it's pretty amazing that, uh, that he did it. I can't... Uh I can't believe that he wouldn't do that. You know, when you're when you're in the limelight and you have so much money and you're you are targeted, you you got to walk a finer line than say Kenneth P. Watson. Well, let me ask you but a question. I just can't believe he did it. But well, hey, I can't. Uh, the AMA they enforce it on J Law. Multiple infractions though with J Law. Multiple things going on and charged with a felony. I don't believe James has been charged with a felony. James Stewart did what every one of us has done growing up. He did something that he thought it was in fun, and you know what? It backfired on him. And that whole. Uh debate argument was just bullshit. I am uh, now convinced Kenny is the smartest person on the show for walking out so early. <laughs> I feel uh, a whole lot dumber now for listening to that whole damn thing. But yeah, as far as the Brooks thing, uh, obviously I've talked to Larry. He's not, uh, he can't talk about anything. He doesn't really know what's happening and we'll see when everything gets settled out. If he can come on and talk to us about what happened. Tell Kenny if he can't be more professional and control his mood swings that uh, birth control is supposed to work wonders on that kind of stuff. All right, Lance Vincent has been signed to kill Barger Racing for the final two rounds of the East Coast. Okay, let's get it straight. If you're going to read the news, get the guy's name right. Lance Vincent. That's what I said. Is that not correct? That's not correct. Okay. What's his name? I don't know, but that's not Lance. Uh, According to RaceRex, it says Lance Vincent. Okay, maybe maybe so. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, he's filling in for Nico. (laughs) Just just keeps going on, dear. The beat keeps going on. I had white shoes on. I didn't even go into. I didn't even go to the tower. I didn't even want to. You didn't get my go to the tower dirty. or nothing because you don't want no, your shoes dirty. I was in the monster. I, I was in the monster suite dirty. all night. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your this is your team manager right here. Team manager of the year, bud. Hey, you think you might get it? No. So let's wait and see if anything's official. Don't grab my wife's butt, dude. I, did <laughs> you see what just happened here? You just grabbed her butt. I saw that. How dare you, dude? God, my hand. Listen, is... I know a lot of the riders are into that swinging stuff. I'm not. I'm not cool with that. Hey, things just got weird with the Dan Dunes Cox thing. Let me just play a voicemail that Cox got got left on his uh, on his voicemail here. He managed to send it to me. I don't know how good the quality is. Let's just check this out real quick, and then we'll get you on the show. Chicken shit, motherfucker! You ain't got shit, man. I wanna fuck you up so bad you're gonna wish you fucking were dead. There we go. Dan, Dan, Cox getting threatened by what he thinks is Dan Dunes. They, I look at everything else that I got from racing and all the positive people that helped put me where I was, the 
influences, you know, like Jeff Stanton's and his wife helped me get through my shoulder surgery and just things that, you know, the Cliff Whites and people like that that really made my career and, mm-hmm. and really made me as a person. Johnny O'Mara, he, him probably being the biggest one that influenced me positive, like, mm-hmm. from the training side and, like, gave me somebody to look up to, like, you know, all this other stuff, just I think about all of that and all the memories that were created, even at the test track, memories that were created with with Kevin Windham and just all the crazy craps I did, right. you know, wrecking rental cars that watched Google at a photo shoot. Just, you know, I mean, yeah. it, you, <laughs> it, it was a small price tag for that stuff, for the memories that I have now. But it uh, everything outweighs anything throughout my career that I did not accomplish or that... Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I think I had the best life I could have ever had, for sure. And I have, you know, fairly good health, and pretty much everything kind of still works halfway decent. What do you remember about but, a, a young, working for a yogi back in the day, Ed? What uh, What are your thoughts of working for him as as a kid? Um, A heart. The kid then and now has as big a heart as anybody that's out there. They gave more than he had to the sport, didn't ask anything from the sport except what he was. He felt he earned. And that's why you mentioned the Yamaha team that those guys were at together. You've got a guy like Ezra with a big, huge heart, Doug Henry with a big, huge heart, John Dowd, Kevin Windham with a big, huge heart. I mean, these guys raced for the fun and love of it, but also for the career. And... Nowadays, you don't. You see some of the kids do that, but a lot do not. Someone was telling me through a text that you guys were playing a message. Sorry again for playing a message that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no problem. Talk to you later, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Was that Dan Dunes? It was Dan Dunes. This continues? Dude. Well, okay. It's, hey, hey. Hey, hold on a second, buddy. We're going to go to commercial. I give you full credit, Kenny. Right. I know. Hey, You're hold the on. voice of reason here. We're going to go to commercial. Hold on a second. We'll be right back to you. we gotta, yeah. we got to do right. a commercial the people that pay us. Very excited. All right. Hold on. And with that, let's go to a commercial. Kenny's big plan of putting Wygant online and making him wait for six minutes has happened. Well, I, I completely understand the kind of business mind that I am now working with. Now it has all come to fruition, full circle. What do you mean? Kenny made big claims Saturday afternoon at the track that if we want to bring the Racetrex Motocross Show in bigger and better than ever this summer at the Nationals, uh-huh. name the price. He will make the money. He will get the money with one phone call. 50 yes. grand, 100 grand, right. 500 grand. And I had my doubts. But the way that he managed to get me to listen to the commercials on this show, <laughs> I now see the value that he can bring the to marketing genius that is Kenny Watson. Hey, Weed, so what are we going to do? Are we going to make this happen? Because you said you were going to talk to your people. And then I seen DC walk by, and he just looked at me like I was a ghost as usual. <laughs> but when Kerry Hart's there, he wants to stop and talk every time. But when it's just me, eh, fuck that guy. I do have a quick story about Ping, too. All right. I, I grew up in, in Montana, and I, it was a, like a, there was a race in Great Falls, and Ping was there, and everybody was, you know, we don't get a lot of, this was back before the Internet was real popular, <laughs> so we didn't get any exposure to any pro riders, and Ping was there. And me and my buddies were kind of, we were really young, standing outside his truck, waiting for an autograph. He was talking with, like, three of his buddies and just loaded up and left us. Wow. <laughs> we, we never specifically, like, said, hey, man, can we get an autograph? But 
Right. I felt it was kind of obvious what we were there for. <laughs> and then ripping on Dungey for... But I, I do see your point about two separate things. Adam, I have, uh, yes. I, I have written the time down of the show that you said this <laughs> in. I will pull this clip, and I will play it tomorrow for ping. <laughs> During during our because we're having our we're having our weekly he, weekly roundup. He's gonna rip me apart. <laughs> well, I mean, he needs to answer to these tra- these uh these yeah, these, these charges. He, he does. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and, and he I'm will. I'm a huge Ping fan, though. So well, we'll leave that part out. Yeah. Yes. Wait, was it '96? Which year was it that that you guys were getting like third and fourth in the nationals? Yeah, '96. '96. '96. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the Honda year '97. Yeah, we went there. We, we went there. We're walking back from the starting gate. Back toward the pitch. I said, hey, you're Kenny, right? Because I saw you being interviewed on TV a couple times. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, good job flying the privateer flag, man. Making everybody proud. Wow. Dude, I totally, honestly, I totally, honestly, totally, totally do not remember that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't because honestly your reaction was pretty much like, yeah, whatever, bud. Go hang yourself, flagger. Yep. Dude. Hey, aren't you supposed to be flagging? <laughs> hey, Cox is, Cox is claiming in the chat room that um, the whole thing about freeze, that Bonnie was yelling to Gallagher that you need to do something about that effing guy. I don't know. I don't trust Cox. He hates Freeze with a passion. I'm not saying he's not saying it's true, but. So if Dunes wrote it, would you believe him? Yeah. Dunes knows. Dunes goes to the races. (laughs) (laughs) Dunes is there. God, I'm so over that Dunes. I'm sorry for the shit that I unleashed. On Dave Despain's show, he got into it pretty good Mm -hmm. uh, and said something really interesting. He said it's worth noting that when Jason Lawrence got into trouble a few years ago, he was fined and suspended and put on probation multiple times for run-ins with the law. But the AMA has been completely silent on James Stewart. However, the AMA never came down on Lawrence for things that didn't happen at the racetrack. What happened at Redbud happened at the racetrack. What happened fighting his friend, he went to jail, but the AMA didn't suspend him for that. And the Villapoto thing at the Hangtown, that happened at the racetrack. I, I guess they're trying to do, like I always say, like maybe the AMA needs to have some kind of, you know, flea bargaining or some, some kind of representative. You say flea bargaining? Yes. Flea bargaining. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Grab it. Tell him to shut up. Tell him to there's alert a, that. There's a frog in the house. Oh, he's probably freaking out. Oh, God. There's a frog in the he house. Won't, he, won't, he won't get the frog. He's a fr- <laughs> Dude, he's a sissy. He's a sissy. as a spider, a bug, a frog. He won't even get near it. Yeah, he's a freak. Oh, it just jumped. Hey, let's talk about uh, about one of your old guys, Christoph Purcell. What do you make of his situation this year? Does it surprise you? I know from being in the industry that he had a an amount set in his head, and teams didn't come close to it, and yeah. he didn't. I guess he felt that it wasn't worth him riding. Right, he was going to hold out for something. Did you like working for him? Yeah, he's he's got a personality like all these guys do, and. He's standoffish to, at some points, and you know, and uh, I got, I worked with him for three years, and I was his only American mechanic, so uh-huh. um, I got to know him ways that I guess the general public wouldn't get to know him. And he, he's a he's a he's a young kid. He he wants to have fun. He he's French. That's all I can say. Did he smell? And, uh, Did he ever smell? Oh, <laughs> uh, outdoors was terrible. <laughs> Going to the line outdoor motos. Did you ever try to introduce? After did two you ever, practices was bad. Did you ever try to introduce him to deodorant? Like, dude, you need to run deodorant. <laughs> no, it was, he would just he would throw that on the ground. He did ask you to go with him, right? And you, you told him no. At one point, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if I wanted to go with him, and I told him that I w- there's no way I would go. Go with him where? Well, wherever he was when he was courting people. Wherever yeah. this was Daytona last year. Oh, was it that early? Oh shit! I didn't yeah, know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, why not? Yeah, they asked me. Why not? Why? Yeah. Oh, just personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think I I don't I, I mean the guy's so talented. You you I guess you could run that career. That could be a career thing for you. Obviously, looking back, it didn't turn out that way, but. You know, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised when you told me that. I was like, "Wow, Kenny Watson, I need the answers ASAP. Stop talking to my wife. Please focus on the show. Tits, you stop talking to just random people on the phones. See, it's hard I got for me fans, when she comes man. Around. I can't turn them down. And that has been the X Brand Goggle Tearoff segment. The reason I will not is because I don't see you anyway, so it's not going to be a difference. Oh, really? I came by this weekend. Said hi to you. You're too busy talking to Jason Jones from Kicker. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No outro, tits. That's it. No outro. Hey, you guys. Ugh. <laughs> X-Brand! Is it the bottling it's, it's, incident it's, from Europe? No. I wish I had a picture no, of that. that. You know what? The guy was ready to kill me. <laughs> I wish you know I that's had a... his dream to actually bottle someone. And... No, it's not the bottle. Yeah, he was chasing me down the streets of Paris with a bottle. Like, that's let me do it. Let me do it. Did you ever like, see the movies? Like, you know, let like, me do it. Like every movie, you see the guy break a bottle and go, come on. You know what I mean? And, and it's like a knife. And I always wanted to smash a bottle and like, you know, come on. So we were, we were drinking in Paris and I smashed his Corona bottle and it was just like the movies where it was all jagged. And I said, come on, JT. And he's like, ah, and I'm running after him. I'm like, let me bottle you. I wasn't going to really stab you, but... <laughs> It was Dude, so you smashed a bottle off a pole, and there's glass everywhere, and you're chasing me <laughs> with a freaking bottle. JT's pictures and souvenirs off of him. <laughs> so you lied to your mom. Yes. yes. How dare you? Yes. And you don't like me, Mrs. Mathis? I've never lied to you. <laughs> you. Debbie, Debbie, I've never lied to you, and you dislike me. You don't even know me, and you dislike me. Your son lies to you. How come you don't tweet more? I can barely spell my name. <laughs> hey, Matt, you there? What up, man? Hey, what's up? We're just getting ready to wrap this thing up, but what's what's on your mind tonight? Oh, man, just I just can't believe this season. It's been so epic. Uh, um, epic, bro. Yeah, whatever, Kenny. So um, epic, I'll be in St. Louis this weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm bummed you're not going to be there. But, uh, uh, so Kenny, I'm going to come by and say what's up to you, man. Oh, we epic. That would be so epic. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. Exactly, um, bro. I can't stand these people in the industry and there's there's Me either. Me either. I can't stand the people in the industry. <laughs> there there's there's people in the industry and I get this every week. Hey, you lick Chad's balls. Hey, you lick Stewie's balls. You lick insert rider here. I get it all the time. You know who these complaints are coming from? They're coming from guys who are paid to be the riders' friends. Gear guys, man friends, mechanics, whatever. They're paid to be the bros with the riders, and I'm the one getting accused of being uh, biased. I mean, I'm the one. This weekend, hey, you know Dr. Navarro? Yep. Yeah, Navarro, you're a douchebag. He, he twittered me and said, no, he didn't even Twitter me. So I knew that he wasn't just pulling pulling my, uh, what's the word? Yanking your chain. Yanking my chain. Because he, he, he said, I love how Mathis sucks Dean's, hangs from Dean's nutsack and takes shots at Barsha. I don't even know what it was about. But this coming from the guy who's paid to work on Barsha as his chiropractor. Mm. Who is the one swinging from whose nuts, Navarro? Yeah, I mean you, bro. <laughs> bro. Two weeks ago, I got an email that said, all I do is suck Barsha off. And what about Dean Wilson and his awesomeness? I can't win as a media guy. I'm trying to be impartial. And I got a guy who's on the effing payroll calling me bias. 
show number 51, Wes Williams in studio. Oh, yeah, Wes. There's a lot in. of tension between Wes and K-Dub due to Dirt Shark and Mud Dolphin. Well, yeah. not until Kenny realized that he was the one between Mud That they, that they, they were, were Mud Dolphin. Yeah, right? he was really cool right. until he found out that they was Mud Dolphin. Yeah, I like Wes Williams. Good guy. This is the show where you threaten to poop on Titch's iPad. Okay, all right, <laughs> thanks. I, I knew there was one, for sure. This, and this was this the one is, I read where I read his email, his apology email. Right. What were yep. you apologizing for? Uh, you gave me crap about not paying attention. Being, You know what it was? I remember I had restored my phone, so I was going through and trying to set all my settings back up and everything. It was, for the most part, it was most of the show, and you gave me a lot of crap for right. it afterwards. So I had sent you an email apologizing, saying, you know, I'll try uh, and do yeah, better. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you go ahead and read it on the air, even though it was a confidential. <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever. You were on your show. You were on the phone no, during the I, show. No, I, I, I don't. I so don't, therefore, I don't everything it. to do with that is part of the show. <laughs> is that how it works? That's how it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I'm gonna have to remember that. Okay. Right. So yeah, that was good times. You were mad. <laughs> you were mad again. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, Emig's got a Bradshaw story. Emig's got a Watson fish eating story. Moser calls in with his neutral question. I don't remember. I don't. Um, I don't remember what was it about. I don't remember. But. He wants to know why factory bikes have neutral. Uh, and then when you tell him why they have neutral, he wants to know why they can't move neutral to somewhere else in the transmission. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Moser. Um, this is, I believe, the first Stroopy tweet. And the, the way that I included the Stroopy tweets is I don't use any setting up or anything. So all you hear is tits delivering a Stroopy tweet. Nice, nice. Which makes it even better. Show 51. The Dirt Shark's not happy but Mud Dolphin, correct? I would. I wouldn't. I, would, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, He's not a fan. I would not describe Dirt Shark's attitude towards dirt, <laughs> towards Mud Dolphin. Dolphin being very, very nice or, or happy or genuine. Are you worried about a, a attack from the Dirt Shark at some point? If 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 Dirt Shark wasn't in such a high power place in his job. Probably, but I think he's he's yeah. more along the professional <laughs> standpoint of yeah. He keeps it. Keeps he, he's got something more important to worry about than his uh, than his video right, right. alter ego. We got an email last week, uh, Kenny. You may remember this. Um, a Peter Sundell sent this in. Who's that? I, I don't know if I like where this is going. Steve, I know you're not mad about this, oh, come but on. I do feel bad that I didn't give the show the proper amount of attention I should have. I was preoccupied with fixing my phone and spent way too much time on it. I'll do better next week. Tits. How dare you? Tits was... <laughs> did you notice Tits last week, though? Wasn't really into it? I sent that to you confidentially, and you're going to freaking put that on the air? What's up, fellas? This is Justin in Salt Lake. Um, just calling to point out how worthless Tits is. Um, <laughs> I think it might Thank be you. time to repo that iPad. Bring Gigi back. Well... No, probably not Gigi. She pretty much sucks, too. I do have a legitimate question since the one guy didn't even ask you a question. Just talked about Arena Cross. Um, talking about outdoors, we've got Marvin Muskin, and we filmed with him the other day. What's what's your thoughts on uh, on the Frenchie coming over here and racing racing in your class? These colors yeah, don't well, run, Barsha. The, the, the Frenchies always come over, and, uh, you know, they're good riders. You know, they come over here. They try to win. They, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. I don't really know about that. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they want to come over and race the best guys, and I think it's good. You know, we'll just we we'll battle it out. You know, as whoever it is, it don't matter if they're from America or wherever. It's yeah, I, I mean, more legitimately, I wasn't making fun of his nationality, but are you nervous on his speed or uh, his confidence after winning the two world championships? 
Man, I thought you knew me better than this. Come on, Hey, come, hey, come on. I'm just trying to be a journalist here, Bo. Okay? Dude. You're being a journalist right now. No. Come on, come I'm, on. I'm not scared of anybody. Like, I mean, people think, oh, you're scared. I'm not scared, man. I just race my dirt bike. I try to win. I try to have fun. That's, That's all awesome. I do. Funny story from Bercy. I was talking to Justin. And I'm like, dude, before the last night, I'm like, you could win the King of Bercy. And he's like, yeah, maybe. You know, I'm like, man, that would be so cool to have on a resume. I'm like, you know, RJ, Bale, Stanton, they've all won the King of Bercy. And well, then. Barsha goes to me. Yeah, if you say those guys are fast. <laughs> Thank you, didn't even know who they were. I, I, was, I almost wanted to just shoot myself because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I dated myself there. We got one more news segment, and then we got some reader questions. All right. Um, hey, you've been better this week, by the way. Good job you. tonight. I told you I would. Yeah, I'll see the dedication. See, the problem with Tits, Wes, we, uh, he asked to be paid in advance about four weeks ago. Uh, um, for the whole year. For an entire year. Oh, okay. For the entire year. Oh, okay. I, I was going to ask you afterwards. Of course. And now's so, probably a good time. Uh, can I have the next 10 years pay? I got to buy a car. We pay you a <laughs> um, Latin Shark beer. If people don't know Steve is eating right now. Yeah, it's kind of hey, jacked up. I, why, why, she brought us cookies. I know. It's my wife. Wow. Actually, my mom is Amazing. baking. My mom is here from Canada. She's baking. Oh. You obviously don't know about Mas, Ma, Matt Moss. He's very well endowed. Very well. And uh, mm. Like I, Factory I, Phil? Yeah, and I just feel sorry for her because she probably okay. has a set of how, ice packs. How do you know these things, But the package size of other dudes? That, it, honestly, it goes right. I, I, the problem is I know that too. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, well, Dub Dub knows I it. I don't know, man. It's weird. I, I've had people ask me the same question, and I feel so <laughs> gay, but it's like I don't, you hear people talk about it. And yeah, I'm, those I'm, of us that have it, we don't. We talk a little I've bit I've never about seen it. the thing, but I, I, uh, there's a guy on my team that was teammates with him that he, he likes to show it off. And, yeah, you know, I think that's the thing. When another guy says, "Dude, that guy is packing," that guy's got a hammer. Hasn't he won more races than anybody? This yeah, season? I know. This is this is <laughs> Tits's audience here. This is Tits's friends. <laughs> hey, they're your audience. <laughs> this is your show. Don't you forget it. Take that I iPad do. and poop on it. <laughs> my wife, my wife pushed hard to get you on. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I love Pookie. I love her. Oh, you just made her night. You don't even know. I might have made your night too. <laughs> wow! Do you, were you guys um, told by the producers of the no show? No comment. Okay. No comment. Okay. You know what I was going to ask, right? No comment. I, I think that's why he answered as quickly as he did. What was What was I going to ask you? <laughs> Anything about the show? And I know where you're going with it. Is it, I don't I don't have a comment for you. That you can't say Dodge Heart and Huntington during the race. Hmm. He's still Damon Bradshaw, but there was a lot of years where where we didn't get on too well. We had a couple of couple of little incidents. It just you know, we just did not gel at all. You know, once he retired, <laughs> yeah. And for a few years, I mean, I mean, I remember the being on the podium when I won the Supercross title, and Damon got a third that night. And he looks over at me and he sticks his hand out. He says. You know, he's like, God damn it, Emig, you know, I don't like you much. He goes, but, <laughs> no, he goes, but good job. Because he knows how tough it was to win the title. Right. And he looks at me and he's like, good job. And can I tell the fish story or no? Yeah, you That's, can. That's I, cool. Okay. I, don't, I, have no, I have no shame in my game, bro. <laughs> well, but, no, there was dude. a one, J-Bone, you would not let J-Bone finish that story about you. When J-Bone, because, I, because I asked J-Bone the same question. You said, that's one story that you cannot tell. All right. Throw, okay. throw. Besides that one, though. All right. Wow, this is great. So we're in Morgantown on Sunday after the High Point National. 
I mean, I can't tell you what year it was. It was early, mid-90s. And we're at a sushi restaurant, and as we're leaving, they've got this big fish tank in the front, right? It's open on top. And they've got these big goldfish in there, you know, the ones that look like they're, like, yeah, straight koi. out of the waters of Japan right koi now. Koi fish, yeah, koi. That are, like, right. yeah, they're not, yeah, I don't know what it may is a koi, I don't know. It's right. a big, ugly-looking goldfish. <laughs> and one thing leads to another. It's, like, somewhere along the line, I decided, hey, I'll pay you 100 bucks out of my wallet right now if you eat that goldfish. Well, that seemed like a good decision for Kenny at the time. Bucks <laughs> uh, might have meant a lot more than it probably was. Does now. Yeah. But... He grabbed that fish, rustled that thing out of the tank, and down right there. <laughs> nice. I gave him the hundred bucks, and he went in the parking lot, and it decided to come up. Oh, that was it. He threw it out. <laughs> they were blown away that I did that. Everyone was tripping, and for, I'll give it to you. There was Fro, Denny, Buddy, uh, Phil. All those guys were like, "I'll just throw in a hundred. Emic was the only one to pay me. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. It was Dude, just like when you. I wish I had a GoPro. On my on my hat at the time for the whole thing, it it, it would be I'd like you know, to see, invaluable. I like to see right Kenny now. wrestling with the fish, trying to grab it out of the tank. Dude, the best was the, the the little Oriental Asian lady that was the receptionist didn't know what to think. First, she see me with my hand in the fish tank, and she was like just looking at me. And then when I grabbed it and I put it in my mouth, I looked at her. She was like she's seen God. She was like ah, <laughs> freaking yeah. Tits, how many people did you just hang up on? Two. Good job. Way to go. My apologies. <laughs> um, so this came to me the other night or day or whatever. So neutral on a bike. Like, people hit neutral a lot. Why, why do you need neutral on a factory bike? Nick, you there? Yeah, here. You got any dumb questions like Moser? <laughs> no, no questions about why neutral between first and second. I don't really care. Nick, Nick, what are you wearing? I'm going to get to the bottom of that, uh, Moser, for you. Nick, 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 yeah. what are you wearing? Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> nice. Show number 52, Cox calls in because he's aware of the effect that he has on the show's fans. And he's like, oh, I'm just calling so everybody can freak out because I'm calling in. And he, he makes these noises that are just so weird. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. There isn't any guest that we've had on the show in two years that say don't ever have cocks. I mean, as much as cocks. Like, people are like, do not have cocks on the show. I'm not listening if you have cocks on the show. You know what I mean? Sheesh. Like, and even when remember when he came on to pay up the bet, we you know he did a really good thing and he mm-hmm. paid five hundred dollars to Jimmy Albertson and Matt Lemoyne, mm-hmm. and it was really cool because he lost that bet with Kenny. Mm-hmm. Even getting him on to talk about the good thing that he did, universally good thing he did, and there's no other way to people interpret it. People like it. People are like, no. No, I, no. I, no, do not have him on. Do not. And I, I'm like, but he's going to talk about how he gave $1,000 to privateers. I don't care. So, yeah, no, he's very, very decisive. Yeah, Berluti was in the studio, and uh, I'm not sure how the topic came up, but he got, you guys got to talking about the Hughes-Button fight that is one of your stories, and then Berluti followed that up with his fight with Ryan Hughes in the hotel about Ber- uh, having stolen Hughes's. Uh, sheets off of his bed and putting him in the sink or something. Um, um, I always like Berluti in studio tits. Yeah. Yep. I think he's good. Swizzle, you like him? Yeah, Berluti's awesome. He's always gold every time. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't want to come over. He says, nah, you don't want to hear from me. I'm, an, you know, I got nothing. I'm, I'm, you know, he doesn't really want to come in. I kind of got to twist his arm a little bit, tell him that, you know, to come in. And then when he comes in, he's gold. He's good mm-hmm. every time. So. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's that unassuming nature that makes him so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He nice d- yeah, guy. he doesn't really 
realize that he's on a show either. He'll just tell anything or say any opinion. You ask him opinion about anything, he says it. Yep. Uh, Show 15 wraps up with Jimmy Button coming on, talking about the ride that he had just finished the day before. Oh, yeah. That was gnarly. This is where you use your uh, Grand Wizards line. Oh, that I thought was from Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) But it's actually from the Ku Klux Klan. (laughs) (laughs) I never played uh, Dungeons and Dragons, as you Uh, can tell. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of crap on email and Twitter about that. (laughs) Yeah, that was not good. Good time. Who knew? Show 52. Somewhere in America. Being that, how quickly you forget your roots. Dude, screw the Canadians. <laughs> oh, man. Screw them. I just oh. wanted to ruin the night for people who, like, you know, hate me so much that they freak oh. out when I'm on the show. Who freak out? Who freaking right. out now? My Bunch of little women. So, um, you know, everybody freak out. I'm on the show. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Stuffing your faces full of cookies <laughs> in the middle of the shelf? Full of cookies. How did Come he know? On. Dude, I'm telling you. How did he know cookies, Eat though? Because I said it on Oh, okay. can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> hey, Dude, that's Jack. You haven't played drops for a long time. I don't know what your deal is. You're not... I played them earlier in the show. Yeah, you got to pop me that. You're just not that quick on them like that, you used to be. Yeah, I'm that... sorry. No, that's all right. You don't need to apologize. Are you going to write another apology email? No. Okay. Because you're going to read it on the air again. Hughes was everybody's nemesis. <laughs> right? Like, he always picked one guy to just, like, hate on. You know what I mean? Like, well, he did. Yeah. Oh, dude. That was weird. One time when I was working at in the PJ1 team, Rhino came in after Friday practice. Remember we used to have Friday practice at Nationals? Yeah, I remember. And it was just so casual. Like, everybody just kind of went out and did whatever. <clears throat> and Rhino came in after Friday practice wanted to beat down Button for, like, nothing. I don't know. Jimmy came over on him in the corner. You know, just. And Button's like, dude, I'm your friend. We're bros. We just played poker two days ago. Right. And Rhino just wanted to beat his ass right there. I did some freelance for Cowie when they're um, doing um, developing the bikes for, like, endurance testing. And uh, McGrath, Rhino, uh, there's quite a few of the riders that end up going on to do great things. But anyway, there are young kids out there riding. Oh, uh, Volan was another one. Oh, yeah? Which and, one? Uh, Talon. Talon. <clears throat> so those guys would go out there. And Talon and Rhino always had something, even out Endurance testing. We're out endurance <laughs> testing, and they're just supposed to stay on yeah. the bike for 30 minutes, right? So anyway, consequently, Rhino, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, the rider's leaving, and the mechanics, we go back to our yeah. room, and I'm just, you know, downloading, just resting in my room, laying mm-hmm. in the in the, my room. How long would they go for? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Yeah. Kept them on there for 30 minutes, yeah. And they had I mean, to they, sort of do lap times, right? Yeah, they had well, to... yeah, yeah. If they started slacking off, you pulled them off. So yep. if you're tired of whatever your deal is, yeah, yeah, yeah. get off. So Rhino and, and Talon came together out practicing and rhino got fell in the mud and he's just covered in mud he's comes in and he's furious with talon right <laughs> yeah so at the end of the day those guys leave and go back to the hotel and and then finally my buddy dan and i we get back uh, to the hotel and i'm just resting and rhino comes into my room and he's like hey Berlute, i know you did it and i'm like rhino what are you talking about i, I know you did it and i'm like rhino seriously I'm just resting here. What are you? What are you talking yeah. about? Berlute's on his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Eighty-four. And not nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be 80, 88, 89, Okay. He's sending smoke signals. Yeah. So anyway, he and I finally come to realization. He's like something happened with him and Talon. Where Talon went into his room, I guess, while he was gone or something. Grabbed all his bedding, all of Rhino's bedding, and threw it in the bathtub. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. He's thinking I did it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next thing you know, him and I are going at it. Nuh-uh. I got him in the corner, and I've got him so twisted up, he's screaming for mercy, right? <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Nice. Ah. 
So then he, he, then I go, okay, Rhino, and then I let him up. Next thing you know, as soon as I let him up, jumps at me like a cat again. We're freaking <laughs> rolling around the place again. Like I a mean, spider monkey. <laughs> yeah, he's a spider <laughs> monkey. Hey, Berlu, going to put you on the spot here. Where's Weimer, right. where's Weimer in, the, uh, in the thick of things if he's healthy coming into A1? What do you think? Uh, I say, well, I think. Uh, oh. Go ahead. Well, I was asking Berlute. We already know you think you'd win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah. We had this discussion. Or, uh, last time I was on your show, you, yeah. you, you asked me this question, and uh, I said he's an eighth-place guy. Yeah. That's what I said. Okay. Did you see him ride before the season? Uh, Supercross? Yeah. No. no. Uh, actually, I just uh, I saw some video. Yeah. I watched, you know, right. like, check out the videos and stuff. Yeah. You know? What do you think, Jake? Where do you, where do you see yourself fitting in? Uh, had coming in A1 healthy. Um, and everything. What what would make you happy? Um, um. Well, no, no, no offense to Tony or anything. I mean, hey, he's been around longer than me. But um, I definitely I wouldn't be an eighth place guy. I I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like being around our? It's gotta drive you nuts being around RV all the time, huh? Like. Just, well, I mean, I've I've known him for a long time, I and know. he's definitely a different duck. Isn't he, though? But, uh, I know, right? Yeah, no, he's different, <laughs> different for sure. Duck. But I I know him, and, um, <laughs> you know, I, I know, yeah, I, I guess you just got to kind of roll with him. He's just, he's definitely different. But, you know, I guess at the end of the day, he's a good dude, and, oh, yeah. you know, I get along with him. And he, um, He's a hillbilly, right? He's a hillbilly. You know, he is a hillbilly, but the problem is he's a hillbilly with money, so it's a little bit different. But, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely, you know, he's from yeah. the hillbilly style, so right. um, it's, I guess it even kind of makes it a little bit funnier because, you know, he's got a little bit of money, so the redneck and hillbilly, you know, kind of comes out in a mix, so it's pretty funny. Purcell telling, telling Weimer before the Disney Nations, you will hate it. You will hate it. You will hate it. <laughs> you will eat rocks for 30 minutes. It is not fun. You will hate it. David Villeman, DV, what's up? Hey, how you doing? What's it going to take to beat Damon Bradshaw? Uh, Judge JMB. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. To me, the best line of the uh, of the day was, I don't know if Hanson's listening or not. Yeah. From Weimer. That's the, my favorite <laughs> line of the day. We finished, so, so the ride finished 3.30 yesterday afternoon in, uh, in Daytona. So let's break this down. How many days? 46 days on the bike. How many miles? 2,475 miles. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, you had a couple of crashes that were pretty gnarly. The, the, the crash that, uh, that you know, did the damage to me was uh, we were getting back onto the road, and I clipped in, and I had to back out really, really fast, and I tipped over, and, and Instead of putting my hand out, I actually just put my elbow out, and when I hit, my elbow just exploded. I flew back to California on Tuesday. Wednesday morning, I went to my doctor. Wednesday afternoon, I got operated on. I spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday kind of just resting. Went back on uh, Monday. They took the cast off. They said it was looking pretty good. And then I was on a plane first thing Thursday morning back to Houston. I landed in Houston around two. We drove to where exactly to where I had crashed. Got there around four, and we had forty-one miles left on the day to finish out the ride. Oh, so I got back on, on the bike and rode the rest of the way to finish the day's ride. Gnarlier than you thought it would be, Jimmy. Way gnarlier. <laughs> Way gnarlier. Yeah. Uh, gnarliest, hardest, emotional, right. physically taxing 
demanding, most gratifying experience mm. like ever. Yeah. Hagar or David Lee? Hagar. You can hear it in no, a way. Really no. man. He's the OG. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, you're if... welcome on the Pulpit Mac show anytime, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> you're lucky you just... He's, you're he's lucky the OG. When I think of Sammy, dude, all I think of is I can't drive 55. <laughs> you're lucky you just bicycle 2,400 miles. Yeah. Otherwise, it would hang up on you, button. If people want to donate or contribute still at this point, what's what's the best way to do that? The, the best way is to go to milesformiraclestoday.com. I guess a couple weeks ago in, in Racerhead, I wrote a little thing about me and Kenny, and I called us Grand Wizards, which is a KKK term. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and I thought it was like Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid. Like somebody was like, oh, I reached a Grand Wizard. Like I was just being a, like Kenny, making a joke about Kenny and I being so smart. Right. It turns out it's a KKK reference. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> don't, act, don't act like you didn't know. No, dude. Yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. is that why the dryer's running right now? <laughs> I don't get that. Sheets? sheets? Oh, sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Freaking people... Canadian. Uh, show 53. Um, this is right after Porcel had signed to MCY, and K-Dub plays Nostradamus in a big way and pretty much calls Porcel's stint at MCY to a T. Really? He says he'll not finish top five. He says he'll be done with the series before, like, the sixth round or something. Wow, Won't and race, this, is, yeah. this is where the bat with Cox comes about. But Kenny calls it that much. He's like, he's that adamant about it. Yep, he's got it all. Wow, who knew? This is also the show where uh, "Don't Talk Shit on Hanny" became so popular. Uh, is this where you don't know what he's been through? Did that come from this one, or is that later? I believe that's later. Okay. Don't talk shit on Hanny. Um, yeah. Reed talks about his new outlook on racing since forming his own team. Gives his opinion on the incident in Atlanta with JS. Mm-hmm. Roxon is on. Oh, we had Roxon. You ask him a yeah. You ask him a question about uh, if there's any beef between him and Harlings, and you have no idea if there is any at all. Just kind of a general question, and yeah. he kind of alludes to the fact that Herlings doesn't like him, and that there is a little bit of beef there, and he's not sure why. Tits is rattled for, about something. He got too much work. I think this is when uh, Emler was on, and they were giving away oh, a lot giving of giving away stuff a bunch and, of stuff. Well, yeah. Tits, you can you this, can. This, vouch is, this for is before this. I figured out the phones how to take people off hold so i'm like trying to get people's info as fast as possible and you're just yeah giving stuff away left and right and, yeah it was uh, but tits you can you can vouch for this when we say free underwear or free i mean it doesn't matter what you're giving away it's insane people call in like crazy it's yeah. absolutely amazing yeah so we got we got six phone lines and they're just constantly just lit, lit up, up. Yep. yeah this is where a little bit of discussion comes out about the fnf energy drink although emler will not Confirm it at this point yet? Uh, Sinjin calls in and poses as Nash. Totally really? fooled really? me. He really did. Like when he's like, he admits who he is. I was completely amazed. I don't, I don't know how it was. Really, it, really. This is before I was screening him, like finding out what they wanted. So really, right. he just said, "Gentlemen," or you know, he says something like, "This is Nash," and that was all it was. Yeah. It was just okay. And you, and you it just was went, just okay. one line. I right. said okay, and I put it on. But right. um, it's a little, little harder now that I'm actually conversing with them a little bit more but yeah do you he, like he, that he, system that we we implemented i think it's better where you say what are you exactly are you calling about because mm-hmm. if you notice on the show i'll skip over callers mm-hmm. to get to a more interesting question mm-hmm. instead of some guy saying hey Wyndham, uh you're awesome you know uh, or whatever like right like, or just last week the guy was calling he had a duplicate question we'd already talked about it like five minutes before yeah 
Exactly. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's better that way. I think it's good. Show 53. And it's kind of weird. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not the, the, the king of the bike setup, but seeing the way they set James's bike up, it looks like to me is that it's set up for sprints. Like, it's not set up for the longevity and yeah. maybe give like and take. if you go a little slower, it's going to yeah. bite you. Yeah. Right. It's like all or nothing with him. It's like a funny card. It's either going to make it or it's going <laughs> to blow up. If you got nothing good to say about the guy, don't say nothing. I'm not. I'm, I'm, we're talking about the races. Okay. Let's talk about the races. He knows he messed up. He knows he made a stupid move. He uh-huh. knows he, he effed up. So you know what? There's no one that's it's coming down harder and feels more like shit than Josh. So anyone that says anything about... Do you feel like he should n- know a little <clears throat> little better? Correct. He should. Yeah. And he admits that. So there's nothing I can say to him, you could say about him, or anybody else talk bad about him. He knows he made a mistake. Do you feel like <clears throat> the universe got him for maybe some of his prior moves in the no, class? No, I think he got himself. Um, what about the other big news was uh, Motor Concepts Yamaha signing uh, Christophe Purcell. That, uh, that kind of came out of left field a little bit. Thoughts on that? I, I, I got no comment on that. I think. What do you mean? I, I, I personally, like, I don't know Christophe Purcell that well. I, I, I just know him passing and, hi, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. I, I really think that there's more to it than a lot of people know. I think that he has uh, some issues, uh, physical issues with his diet and eating and and he has some problems, and, and and if you look at you know the the guys that are supposed to ride outdoors, yeah. So I I, I got him. Reed's gonna do it. We'll talk to Reed later and ask him. But. Dude, if if Reed does it, Stewie does it. All those guys do it. The top four guys do it, and then Wyndham fills in. You know, Wyndham's Connor comes back. Dude, I I just can't see Purcell on that bike, and the way he he I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't have the heart. I'm not saying he's a f- great rider because he is, but he has a lot of uh, proving to do in my eyes to me. I hope I, I, I would love to see him go out and do good. I really would. Yeah. I do I think he's going to? Yeah. No. No? I don't. Top five. I don't even think he'll be top five. Whoa! I don't think he'll be top five. Really? But I just see him knowing the way racing goes and how it's momentum. I think that if he goes out and he doesn't start out on fire and he's not having good races, I think it's gonna snowball. Cox wants to bet me a $1,000 that, that uh, Purcell wins a moto before the end of the season. I would take that bet if I were you. Are those water or is that booze? My, hey, chi- my, chick, puts, little, little bit of my chick puts bottles of r- Malibu rum in Dasani water bottles and puts them in the fridge. And I go to – I come back from the dog walk. I grab it and I just guzzle it, dude. <laughs> just Malibu rum. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, that's awesome. Purcell is a freaking great, 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 great rider. Yeah. Great rider. Right. More natural talent than probably anybody out on the track. But at the end of the day, you could have Josh Hansen's a great, great, great rider. Dude, with, don't talk shit on Hanny. With zero titles. <laughs> but dude, he's, dude uh, he knows you did wrong. He's my friend. I have a lot of faith, and I've known Josh Hansen and his family for a super long time. And that kid could do a lot of things wrong, and I would still support him. Just You're just a hater. You're a hater, O'Rourke. No, I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying I didn't say that at all. Mathis is always trying to put words in my mouth, but what I'm trying to say is that I'm not really the correct person to ask that because I would. I I've seen Josh's struggles, what he's been through in his life. I see Josh. You know, a lot of people don't know what he's gone through, and everyone could say, "Oh, everyone Kenny, goes." Through. A lot of what he's gone through has been self-inflicted. Bullshit. Getting embezzled and having someone embezzle like 1.5 million dollars—that's self-inflicted. 
spending spending thirty thousand dollars in Hollywood nightclubs in a night. That doesn't matter if you have it, you have it. But I'm just saying, when you when you get <laughs> I'm just saying, well, you I don't just, even know I'm what you're drawing the line about. a little bit. No, you don't even know what you. Okay, don't know so none of it's self inflicted. Dude, I'm not saying none of it. Some of it okay. is, but I'm not saying he's had a lot of issues. He has. He's had a lot of he issues has. go down in his life, more than you'll ever, ever, ever know about it. So for you to chime in when you know nothing about it, shut the fuck up because you don't know. Okay, whatever, Kenny. I doubt it. I'm, ask ask I'm Steve Cox if you. I'm eligible to win team manager. This guy has a, a freaking bounty on me. 45, 45 jobs in the industry. Dude, you're a fucking cocksucker. By you responding to him on the chat room, he is winning. I know. I'm just checking with him. I he could, is. I could care less about Steve Cox. I really can. The so, guy, he's talking to me about jobs. This guy's worked for every magazine because he always gets fired. So I, I could give a rat's ass about him. You're, uh, he called well, as soon as he called Ivan Tedesco and uh, Paul Carpenter gay. Like they're the like they're the they're like the gay boys together. I knew that guy didn't have a leg to stand on. He really said that. Ask him. Oh. He might have said it jokingly or something, but it got back oh, to them, and I, they weren't I, happy. I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a five thousand dollar gift certificate that if that, if that I win, I would like to donate all the money to Smoking Scott in our chat room because I know he is my <laughs> biggest biggest fan, and I would love for Smoking Scott to come out to the pool this summer so I could fucking drown you. Um, Colorado. I don't know why. I just you know I just don't really ever feel it. Um, the bikes obviously feel it. I mean, you know, we lose a little bit of bottom. The bikes are not quite as responsive as what they normally are. Maybe that's because um, uh, you sleep in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, well, a hyperbaric <laughs> chamber actually takes you uh, lower, not higher. So that's kind of the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, would you expect anything less coming out of my mouth? Come on. Did you have it? Uh, was you, I know you had a different bike set up this weekend. Was that a advantage, I disadvantage? Did. Yeah, that's what Steve was telling me, that you rode a factory Honda this weekend. Yeah, Steve. Steve obviously didn't get briefed on what to say. No, clearly. Hey, uh, uh, what about um, uh, uh, this weekend in Vegas? Now, obviously, you're you're nine out. So, really, for you, just try and win, right, and hope for the best. It's really the really the attitude. Yeah, I pretty much just aim for an RV and try <laughs> to put him in row F and see what lays. <laughs> oh man! Oh <laughs> no, man! I think you have to be okay with not winning to <laughs> be able to become better. You know, like uh-huh. I think that. Sometimes you can consume your life, and in my younger years, I felt like like I just consumed my life so much with winning, 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 right. and and I feel like this year has been so much more about um, than other stuff rather than actually winning races and championships. And when I say that, I don't mean it in any way that I haven't tried to win or I didn't want to win. It's right. just, it has a different meaning, you know. I mean, I, I know I can win. I know I can win this title, but you know, there's reasons why I haven't. I mean, I. I feel that I've been consistently inconsistent this year, which is normally not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've crashed more than I've ever crashed. Um, you know, been in a few first turn pilots, and just I just feel like I've rode well, rode strong uh, with building a new team. It's been successful, but you know, at the end of the year, you know, you can pick it up pieces, and and I definitely feel that I've made my fair share of mistakes more than I have yeah. in the past years. So uh, I. I'm happy. I really am. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, win or lose, I'm okay with it. Um, obviously, I'll be disappointed, but um, I, I think it's been an amazingly successful season. In Atlanta, I, I felt like Atlanta was one of the better races that I've, that I've had. You know, like I, I felt like I, I led the race. I was comfortable leading. I was, you know, I, I passed through, and um, you know, he made a mistake, and I was out front, and you know, he was he was making mistakes trying to run that pace too. So. Um, 
that was why I went for it on the last lap. I felt that I was deserving of winning it, and I was willing to lay it on the line. And <laughs> Did you hear what Reedy said after the heat race about the whoops, Kenny? He said, did you like that? I loved it. I loved it. I Twittered <laughs> it, and I, I put it in for noise already for the next issue of Racer X. He said, hey, uh, I don't you know. know. what? I totally could have guessed it because I was cold. I was uh, right before our opening ceremonies. Uh, who was it? I think it was me and K-Dub. We were busting the Dirtworks guy's balls, and uh-huh. and uh, I'm like, just tell me who built him. <laughs> and I totally knew who built him. Like, I didn't even have to ask. Oh, there's a guy, goes, oh, there's a guy that goes, you know? <laughs> well, it was Rich. Oh, it was Rich. Oh. Rich, Rich seriously built the worst whoops ever. Like, we could be having a season where everyone's dying in whoops, and then suddenly he'll come along and build a set of whoops, and it's like, you're just like, what the hell are you thinking? He said on the podium, yeah. Chad said on the podium, I don't know what, what happened with the Golden's whoops. It seems like the guy took a smoke break in the middle of building them, went and had some beers, and then finished up. Sucks. Um, hey, how much different... I know in, in the GPs, you know, you can you can race any kind of bike you want, like uh, any any modifications. So, how much different is your your GP bike compared to your US bike? Um, it's actually so different because um, the rules at the GPs are really strict, and our bikes over there are so quiet, mm-hmm. which makes a big difference. You know, with the pipe over here, you don't have the DP killer in and stuff. So right, right. It had a, it has a lot of a uh, lot more bottom power, and also the fuel makes big sense. Because I think it's like one or two horsepower the difference. Oh, so you're so, saying your U.S. bike is, is faster, better? Over here it is. Uh, you and Hurlings get along? You guys, you guys. I mean, you're, you're going at it neck and neck. So how's your relationship with, with Hurlings? Um, it's actually, I, you know, it all started. Like, people were, ma- were making a big deal out of it, out oh. of us, because we were both young. We were battling, but, you know, I don't, I don't have, I didn't have a problem with him, and mm-hmm. You know, I would I would probably be the last person who can't talk with anyone. You know, because I'm just I talk to everyone. I don't care. But uh, I don't know. I think he he got a problem with me. You know, he doesn't doesn't really talk to me. I mean, oh, he got wow. better because we're teammates now. But right, right. I don't know. I just um I I don't have any problems with him or anything. Right. But uh, yeah, I just let him do. You know, and uh, I don't talk any any bad things about him. So I right. actually don't really care. Calling you there. I'm here. Colin, you did not win the pipe. Sorry, bud. Shit. Get ready, tits. You seem like you're rattled tonight, bud. You just, seem like just doing my job, man. You I seem got like you're 15 callers. I'm trying to get through. Well, that's what happens when you're running a show like this. <laughs> I'm now, trying to do my job. Get those people on. Look at all six lines are lit up right now. How many shirts you got? Am I taking Donnie? How many shirts we got? Yeah, do six. Do six callers. Oh shit. Okay. All right. You just overwhelmed them. He's just freaking out right now. No, we don't want to talk to the winner, Tits. We just just get his email. What? Yep. Oh, now Tits is mad. Now our phone screener is mad. No, he can't handle six calls. On uh, he's, he's on. he wasn't mad when he picked up that iPad. No, he, he wasn't. Was he? He wasn't mad at all when that iPad money came through. The buzz is, FMF might be joining the energy drink market. That's a silly rumor. Is it? Okay. All right. I'm just saying. Um, you seem like you're smiling when you say that, though. Totally. I like your I like your bet on that. I don't. He ain't gonna win no moto before half. Did someone put in there that he will uh, he he will he he will quit or be fired after six races? No, I don't think that's the case. No, Pingree. He keeps calling me, and he knows I have a show on Monday nights, and he keeps calling me on Monday nights. I think he's doing it on on purpose. Let me uh, let me let me talk to him. All right. Hello. Ping. What up? Hey, you done with your show? No, it's K Dub. What's going on? Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, hey, Ping, I got a show on Monday nights. How many times I got to tell you that? 
Like you call me and you email me and you say, let's do it. I'm, I'm working on Monday night. So I'm calling you. You're on the air right now. And, and, oh, brother. And I'm just not going to put up with this shit anymore. I got a show on Monday night. In this heat race, it looked like everybody left the gate and he just sat there. Well, I don't know if anyone has ever talked to you about the side effects of marijuana. Um, <laughs> oh, just kidding. Well, I mean, I don't want to turn this into the, uh, you know. Kenny looks enthused. Final right. hour. Right. But, <laughs> Kenny looks right, right into this right now. These, these guys who get all, you know, mad about whether it's Kennard or Dungy or Villapoto or, you know, whoever it is, yeah. thanking God that it was, so what? Like, why does that bother you? It bothers people so much. I know. So, I guess that's that's you know. I, I just think I think is, some of these know? guys are fooling themselves though, because they don't live they don't live the life that would make you thank God. Maybe I don't know. I I, I get a little bent out of shape at certain dudes. Well, it, it, see now, people who that's the thing. People who don't believe the first thing they do. Ah, oh, dude, the hypocrite. I've seen him out drunk doing this and that. Well. Everybody's a hypocrite if if you're holding them to a higher standard. That's not what being a Christian right. is about. Exactly. It's about trying to exactly. you know live like Jesus lived. Not all of a sudden you're like Jesus. That's not how it works. Hi, right. uh, and hey, just quick question for Kenny and Ping. I guess you guys going to come up to the Powder Mountain race this summer? I'd like to. Um, it kind of depends on the timing. Is, is it back on again for sure? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Should, yeah, I'd like to. I love summer, that place. It was fun. Dude, I heard there's a big Powder Mountain race this weekend I'll be at. <laughs> <laughs> Only Kate up. Yep, I'll be there. Thank you for uh, calling the Jesus Hour. They're calling for snow inside the Hard Rock. Be careful. <laughs> Travis, wh- what do you think Ping's helped you the most with your with your dirt bike riding skills? Oh, man. I don't know. I can't even tell. I think uh, just listening to that menu music over and over again. Uh-huh. And it... <laughs> It kind of made me want to quit dirt bike riding, so I bought a jet ski, and uh, that's what I've been doing. Oh, good job. Pink actually helped you oh, staying man. safe then. Yeah. I just took someone out of the sport. <laughs> I've got a sweet tan, though, so don't worry about it. F you, Kenny. Um, hey, Nash, you there? Hey, gentlemen. Go to, go back to sleep, Nash. This isn't the real Nash. Hey, Nash. Hey, fuck you, Kenny. Sinjin! This is him. Only one guy ever tells me to F off. And yeah, hey. That's me. How do you fucking know? <laughs> Kenny's a genius, dude. <laughs> Kenny is a genius, Sinjin. Awesome. Hey, Kent, I got a question for you. Can you tell me about uh, you leaving a girl on the side of the I-80 in a ghost town in Wyoming? Yeah, I can. It was the girl I was dating at the time, and uh, we got. she was in my box truck, and she pissed me off, and she used to tell me, like, her family was really, they had a huge cattle ranch in, like, like North Platte, Nebraska. And she's telling me, like, you know, they were the biggest cattle farmers, so I just assumed that they were the richest people in the world. And she kept giving me lip. So we, I stopped at a gas station, and uh, she jumped out to go inside, and I took off and left her there. Really? Yeah, and I'm like... I, then I was like thinking my thoughts were she's so rich she could have her parents or grandparents could fly a helicopter to pick her up and then about 15 minutes later dude I'm driving and Dean Gibson's next to me and all of a sudden on the CB I hear you can't get rid of me that easy Watson and I look over dude, and she's in Dean Gibson's box truck driving by <laughs> flipping me off with Dino <laughs> next is the Vegas show at this point um, for the Vegas shows Watson can't come over right like we shouldn't. Pretty even, much. We shouldn't even let him. 
Yeah, they, he, they've been so good the, the last two in a row. So. That's what I mean. He never he's, he hasn't been here. He he, he can never make it because it's right before Supercross. Oh yeah. yeah. So at this point, we can't even let him come over because the shows have been good. Sinjin calls in about asking them why don't why they don't wear neck braces and makes the comment about them breaking their necks. Yeah, and oh, uh, I remember yeah, that. I hope you break your neck. And, and, and then he called back later. I'm sorry, I I, I didn't mean it. And we're like, well, we all forgot about it until this, you called back again. This was Nick yeah. telling him to go suck a dick. Yeah, get back. Yep. <laughs> One of the best lines ever. Yep. Hey, Swizzle, weren't you here for this? Yep. Yeah, and it was amazing because we had we had uh, it's a you, packed house. Yeah, we had you, a couple buddies from Canada that I know. Lissamore uh, was here. Nick. You had Nick. JT Weege, all in house. Uh. Yeah, One was, of Weege's buddies. I don't remember. Oh, or, yeah, or, yeah. No, Hansel was right. in here as well. Aaron Hansel right. was, Aaron was there. Hansel, yeah, he was here. Yeah. Remember, he kept saying, you're whole, so hot right now, Hansel. Oh, I always say that all the time. I know, yeah. but, that, but that was the first time I heard okay. you say it to him. Um, wow, we had all those people here. It was it's, nuts. It was a packed house. Yeah. I remember I didn't think Nick was going to show up, and finally I texted him, and he was like, shut up, dude. I'm on my way or whatever. And what did you think, Swizzle, sitting here in studio all show? He was playing Mad Skills Motocross the whole time. Was he? Yeah, I was, sitting I was like playing two, Mad Skills a lot, but I, I just remember like everything that Nick said had me cracking up, and then once he left, we each started in with the wrestling announcer jokes and then the rape oh, story. Yeah, I seriously don't know if I'd laughed harder before. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this show got me a lot of uh, got us a lot of emails and mm-hmm. tweets about it. People really loved it. The Vegas Show. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit here. Uh, can we clarify this? This is like a Las Vegas show. Yeah. I feel like we're in a Reno suburb. That would be Nick Way, Valley Motorsports, MSR, Rockstar, Yamaha. What's up, Nick? Thanks for coming out. Big race tomorrow, and you're still coming out. You too, JT. Although your season's been over for a while. Really? Wow. You take this race as serious as any. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. JT? I mean, actually, maybe a little bit more serious than I did uh, last week because I was a little bit too cold to take it too serious. <laughs> <laughs> for him to land on me, like, it could have been way worse. Right, you know? right, if yeah. I'm five feet backwards, he lands on my back, on my head. Or, or if you're a crazy. foot taller. <laughs> I might be leaving early tonight, Steve. <laughs> I just have a question for JT and Nick Way. Why don't I know Nick Way doesn't wear one, but I don't know about JT, the neck braces, like the Liette. Is there any certain reason why you don't wear one? Well, oh, some, Sinjin, you're some, not even sometimes it's kind of like I started. I tried to wear it because obviously, like with the whole uh, everybody trying to scare you into wearing it without knowing too much information <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> that whole deal that came out, but it's like it just wasn't really comfortable for me. I couldn't really like, you know, ride like I wanted to in tight sections because it was like bothering me. And then I tried the Alpine Star one once it came out, and then. I just stick to wearing my TCX boots. Use that for enough, you know, yeah. protection. Oh, that does it. You're gonna crack, you're gonna crack a Red Bull now. Look like it would do anything. <laughs> <laughs> good trivia, JT. Like it's good. Nut. Yeah, I like that. Tell you listen to the show with that comment. Uh, JT, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I just it always kind of bounced off my helmet a little bit and just bugged me. And uh, I, I always kind of wanted them to like show some evidence of like testing and what it actually did to divert the force and all that stuff. And they really haven't ever done that. And I think I that's. Know. Kind of a few guys' issues with it. All right, well, if you guys get paralyzed, don't complain. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. If you, if you get hit kidding. by a truck out front tonight because you had too many kidding. beers, don't call us for sympathy. Peace <laughs> out, homie. <laughs> what the fuck, Sinjin? Why wow. you, Why wow. you got to be like that? All right, I have to say fuck you guys. Bye. And plus today, I, also, he, uh, I went to the track and I saw some JSM t-shirts on the guys at the, on the Sam Manuel team. Ooh. JSM. JSM. So that, does that mean James, James Stewart, Stewart Motorsports? And, uh, along with the M? 
instead it's, of LM. I it was E. No, I think it's like James Stewart Motorsports is what I was oh, thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was no longer James Stewart Entertainment. Or that's another, that's Sorby's wing. Well, that'd Maybe be like James a, Stewart. Mookie! <laughs> <laughs> JT can finally get his questions answered since you've got a, a Yamaha rider in there. He always talks about how bad that bike is. Oh! oh! That bike sucks. But he said, but we said, what if you had some chicks in the hot tub? He's like, all right, well, I could see that. I could get a I hot could tub. See that. I could yeah. see that. Imagine him yelling at the team. Clean that air filter. In the hot tub with like four chicks around him. Oh, God, that would be good. With Purcell in there, just like, oh, I have to go second moto. I still have 35, 40 minutes. Second moto. Was he the Scarface or Purcell? With a cigar, he's Scarface. Right, right, right. You did a terrible job cleaning that front number plate. Take that off, throw it in the bubbly. For the 1 p.m. start on the Pulper Mix show. Wow. Just about time to turn on the Barbie. <laughs> wow, we got rid of Rich Little in the studio. <laughs> Is that Porcel? <laughs> Is that Porcel? <laughs> I'm fine. You just stir. You endure. I love it on? when people take themselves too seriously. I love it. That's my goal in life. You know me well enough. If you take yourself too seriously, I will mock you. I already paid him a year in advance. He wanted an iPad too, so I had to give him all his money up front. He could walk tomorrow. Yeah, he has no motivation. Hello, Kenny. Kenny. Hello. <laughs> hello? Watson, are you having a good good uh, after party tomorrow night? Hanging out with a bunch of dudes. Just say hello if you are. Come on, dude. <laughs> well, you are. I can still kick ass. <laughs> but you, you don't. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> uh, thanks, Nate. Thanks, this is uh, all you've done for if us. If you're now. an ass kicker, this is a machine for you. Hey, all American mates. <laughs> all American mates. Made? Who's on one? <laughs> Moog and Water Pumper. Um, Chris? No, Chris Japanese is, forks. Chris is gone. <laughs> Listen here, little lady. I don't mind ever. A young um, lady who doesn't I really know, know what she's, she's talking about. about. Who's this? It's Sinjin. I had to call because I feel fucking sick about that paralyzing comment. You, you should say you know, fucked probably. up. That's cool to take that back, but we forgot about hey, it already. Now I you're bringing it up. Say, I still save the comment for fuck you. I still agree with that, but okay. I just feel bad about the paralyzing comment. Go back to sucking a dick. Later, buddy. I'll, I'll fight you, pussy bitch. <laughs> he will fight you, you pussy bitch. He'll fight you. Great. Now you got to keep your eye open, one eye open on the other side. What's he going to do? Swing his Lee at? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, not been riding I think that at will least so. people thought there would be like a three-way shot or at least yeah. a really good two-way shot. Now yeah. it's... No, Nothing like good. a three-way shot in That's Vegas. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I got. I'm piecing out on that note. Holly Dick Valley Motorsports, Yamaha, Rockstar, MSR, TRS, Foremost Insurance, TCX Boots, Scott Goggins. First of all, way better than Scott. Now it's time to pay the bills. Peace out. All right. Hey, thank you, Nick Way, for coming in with that. Let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the BTO Sports presented BTOSports.com. Pulpamex Show. Brought to you by Mandingo Pickles. See you in six minutes. JT. You're off Twitter, huh? Yeah, I got rid of it. I'm you, out. But you came back. Yeah, I just did for that Bubba deal, but I'm out. Oh, yeah. What was your name on there? <laughs> JT, don't land on me. JT, don't land on me. Came oh, back wow. briefly. Briefly. Wow. And then what's the deal? You're just over it? Yeah. I'm I thought out. you were good, though. You you liked it. Yeah, I'm done with it. I had enough. Wow. Yeah, whatever. Was just one and done. Like, just like a great, like any great athlete. Barry Sanders walking away in his prime. Yeah. JT, walking, quitting Twitter. Yeah, I feel like I gave it, you know, everything I had. Somewhere I in know. Germany, or are you going to be... I've got, like, I'm really close, like, with a couple guys for, like, the most German wins all time. Somebody's keeping track. I am. You... <laughs> <laughs> they said, Mathis, was, was it my fault? They said it was your fault. Don't you ever say that. 
said it, they said it, not me. Who's they? FMF Honda. Yeah, I tore up his knee. You yeah. tore up a rider's knee. How'd you do that? Yeah, exactly. What did I you do? Leg did wrestling? Did I run out of the bushes with a crowbar? Something was wrong in his motor. No. Yeah. Not something, true. You did something wrong. Why would you do that? No. They, they the bike you. blew up in the heat race. Oh. And then he he tore up his knee in the LCQ. So he would not have been in the LCQ. All right. Whatever, guys. <laughs> was no. there was there or was there not some blame directed at you over that incident? No. None that I'm aware. By Danny Smith? None that I'm aware. Really? Yeah, for real. All right, we'll talk after the show. I don't believe you. <laughs> I would say it. What, what did I do? His bike, his bike blew up in the heat. I don't build the motors. And then we had to change the motor. He got to the LCQ, and then Brad Woolsey took him out in the LCQ. <laughs> you just, saw Justin Bogle? Yeah, he had. He was under a full Geico. He oh, ran Geico. Really... Oh, Weege, wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong now. Geico, Incorrect. Is, Is he 18 now? Could he be? No, he's probably not. He was in B class last oh. year. Incorrect. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the ATV racing in the woods is where it's at, man. I'll tell you, every time someone asks <laughs> that me. That is where it's at. That's where JT, it's at. Like, JT wants to go there. When I think of where it's at. Yeah. I think, think of quads, quads in the, the woods. woods. I'm picturing guys with gun racks just pinning <laughs> it through much. the woods. Timeline or laps or time frame. Um, that worked really, you know, it turned out well in Australia. So I think that's, you know, we should definitely implement that here in the U.S. What's he talking about? The changing of the format of the race. Oh, oh, so yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Weege. Yeah, like, no. I'm here, I'm here for you. I'm fucking, I'm a genius, and I've, I've talked to Prater about this, but he doesn't seem to listen. Oh, Todd Gendro gave me an evil stink eye today. Really? He does not like me. Why? I don't know. Probably because you use the words guild and union every show. <laughs> I don't. I don't use those words, but <laughs> maybe he did. He gave, I was like, hey, Todd. He's just like. <laughs> you look like Blackbeard. Yeah, right I understand why. Awesome Punchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> you turn into. What, what's that look? No, I've addressed JT once, and that was to say the, the Lakers are going to rape him. Ooh. Okay. It's nothing new for Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kenny, your wire is wrapped around your microphone there. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, go the other way. There you Woo, go. Make woo. sure you hit the mic a whole bunch. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Thank you, Back Watson. My... Thank you, Watson. <laughs> That's exactly what Watson looks like when he's doing it, too. So yeah. Quite impressive. The, the best thing you need to do is turn it around so the mic is at the back of your head and not realize it. Back in my wrestling days, which will be covered in a podcast somewhere down the line, Yeah. we did learn that to have a dramatic when the guy would get all mad and huff and puff and storm off, mm -hmm. they would purposely do that because it would sound more... I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> explain your buddy who was rape. Explain his finishing move. Everyone had a finishing move. Yeah, yeah. When we had backyard wrestling, uh, it was a basically we'd watch the WWF shows on every Monday night, and then we'd just do a parody of that, like Wednesday night or something. We do our own how version. How old were you when you were actually doing this? Like 13, 14? <clears throat> 20, dude. I did this when I was in college. Come on, yeah. man. Oh, okay. Dude, this was college. They got videotapes. You guys are mixing up. This isn't wrestling with pillows as children. Wow. This is the back. You ever see the backyard wrestling where they'd smash each in their face with light bulbs? Yeah, jump Tyler Evans over there. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he's come. So, tell Paul us. Tabley. I've ridden for all manufacturers. <laughs> Do you think that was, like, that was, was that trying to be I think so. real or was that... That was his attempt, I believe. Okay. I think that was his audition tape. Finish your... Oh, okay. Finish your so, um, in the WWF at the time, they had a wrestler named Kane, who I believe is still around, but I don't really watch him much anymore, but I think he's still there. Okay. Uh, he, they would have the lights would go out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a match, and all of a sudden, the announcer would be like, oh my God, that's only, it could only be one thing, it's got to be Kane! And he'd okay. be in the ring just beating dudes right. up. So we had the same thing, lights would go out, but we would say, oh my God, that can only be one thing, it's got to be rape! 
and he'd be in the ring <laughs> raping a dude. Because if any move you would make twisted, you submit. You had some twisted college. He was, yes, <laughs> yes, I know. Yes, true. Dude, you got to hear these stories. Yeah. I mean, and these we'll, are not, we'll get into them later. And in, but. in true Jim Holly fashion, these were never alcohol-induced. Yeah. We, did not, yeah. we had not discovered drinking yet at this time. Right. But there's Bash actually him, a brilliant move. Him. Because of all moves, because what would make you submit? <laughs> When you were on the top of the what guy was raping him, move, Dirty Sanchez or something. <laughs> oh, he would try to rape you, and then you would give up and lose the match. Like, yeah. it was a brilliant. You would tap move. out because you don't want to be raped. Like what guy would ever try to stand up to that and be like, "No, I will just let you rape me, but I will not give up." Yeah. No, you I would. Wouldn't. You would give up. I would tap out. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we each has videotapes of this, and he forgot them. Yeah. But he has I have pledged. Tapes. He has pledged to bring the tapes. I have a good like 15, 16 hours. We are going to put these up wow. on Pulp MX TV. We'll do classic wow. commentary. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not a good. That's not a good for uh, the like wrestling. Career, yeah, they would film it. Oh, yeah. no. I want to get. I want to get my announcing stuff out that's there it. from those days. It was quite different style right. than what I imply. And implied then out. he really announced at a like you know the the hall with a you seen the movie The Wrestler? Yeah, that was a real wrestling. Yeah, hall the actual Asbury Park. Yeah. He was there. Yeah, he we actually, that was my grand finale. Yeah, I did three matches and that was the biggest one. And I was the ring announcer. I announced guys coming down. And they had a band. They called it Wrestlepalooza. They had a band that some death metal band like Swizz is listening to right now. And they, there's like six-year-old kids in the audience just getting their yeah. eardrums blasted out. And the band plays for it. Finally, at 9.30, the wrestling begins because the band played for an hour and a half. So people are super pissed off. They paid like $40, and they haven't seen a second of wrestling. So I come out with a suit, and they assume I obviously run the thing because I'm wearing a suit. And no one at a wrestling event would ever wear a suit unless you have tons of money and you own it. So this old guy hops the fence and grabs me by the collar, and he's like, I paid 40 goddamn dollars, and my kid can't even bleep, 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 hear this shit. And he's all pissed off. We want to see Ray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this one wrestler. I want to see a man raping raping another another man. man. He came here to see some raping. (laughs) (laughs) So the other wrestlers Uh. discovered they could really get some heat, which means cheers from the fans, if they beat up yeah. me, the announcer. And then things went hideously downhill. And a real me. wrestler grabbed the 911, big known well in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area, came down. He's being serious. And was trying to chokeslam me. He's trying to chokeslam me, yeah. He comes down and he's trying to chokeslam me. And I'm like, I don't think this guy knows that I haven't ever practiced this. Like, I don't know how to go through tables or be thrown. Like, I haven't been trained to take bumps, as we called it in the in the business. Call them bumps. So I'm like, I don't know how this is going to end, but I'm going to have to take a choke slam, and I haven't been trained to how to do this. So he's choking me, choking me, and I had the microphone cord is, like, dangling. Right. And as the microphone cord is, like, revolving, like, left to right, swinging like a pendulum, I realize he's yelling actual words. But I'm only picking up every other word because the microphone is right. swinging. So what he's saying is, ah, have somebody pull me off you. Ah, have somebody rescue you. Ah, somebody help this guy. Ah. But doing it enough of a scream right. where no one could tell. Right. All you hear is, you. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was. It was every other word. Yeah. 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 So it took a long time for him to realize, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Yeah. That's for you, Moser. That's for you, Moser. Yep. So I retired from wrestling and moved out of motocross. It was at the shore. There was no doubt about it. It was, I mean, Seaside Heights is like. My God, you guys are wrestling down at the shore? shore. Yeah. <laughs> Swing a dead cat. You are hit. full of them tonight, like accents. You're yeah. Just, you're full you, of you're them. performing in the wrong place. Yeah. Could make Rape some money is balls there. deep. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm good. All right. I'm ready for, That's I'm awesome. Ready for this is compelling radio. Thanks, Moser. Come. 
compelling radio. All right, gotta go. Oh, <laughs> on that note, he's oh. gonna he's gonna he's gonna end <laughs> it just like that, man. Show fifty four. This is following the Vegas finale. JT is in studio. Blows had pulled down a fourth at the Vegas finale, so he was quick to point out to everybody that. No, I was not being too hard on blows. I knew he was capable I, I of more he, than yeah. what he was doing. Of course I knew he was going to get a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> JT is questioned on Bubba skipping the banquet and if he thinks that it's a smack in the face to the promoters and the competition. Yeah, I think he I, believes that it is. I think I agree with that. I mm-hmm. think that Bubba should have showed up. I don't know what I said on the show. Maybe I'm waffling, but I think he should have showed up. K-Dub gives uh, Ken Roxon a new nickname, which nobody <laughs> is okay with. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The Nazi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job, Watson. <laughs> uh, that's gold. This is the voicemail of Leave Hanny Alone. Probably my favorite drop. The guy crying, right? Yes, yeah. on, on the voicemail. Yeah. So good. K-Dub was the runner-up for manager of the year, right. but he doesn't care about but, it. But wait a minute. He doesn't care about it. it. No big deal. It's no sweat off his back, but let me go on for 45 minutes about why I lost. This is actually a show where Tits wasn't there and Pookie was screening calls. Oh. And at the end of the show, she asks if she can get an iPad, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She does a good job uh, of screening the calls, but, you know, she has to write all the directions down on paper. This, this when she filled in for me on this one, was she was the first one to actually screen them and find out what they were asking about. And it was from here on out that I yeah. actually started... That was it. I guess doing She's a, a better job. Yeah. But her directions on paper, like I told her how to do the phones, <laughs> her directions perfect. are like numbered. And number one was pick up phone. Pick up phone. <laughs> number two, say hello. Yep. <laughs> she really put say hello uh-huh. as a as a you know as an instruction to herself. Can't forget. Right. Instruction number three: breathe in <laughs> and out. Show fifty four. At the beginning of the season, uh-huh. everyone was giving me shit because I was too hard on Chris. Yes, yes. I he yep. you know you need there to, was a thread on Vital MX. And yeah, you yep. know what? And what did I say? I said I give him a lot. I put a lot of pressure on him because I know that he's better than his results are showing. Uh huh. And, and I. If you would have told me he would have got fourth, I wouldn't have believed you. Right. But I knew he was better than 15th and 14th. And right, I knew right, that right. he could be in the top 10. Right, right. Yes, I, Kenny. I got something to tell you. Jump in anytime. JT. No, dude, trust me. This is how it goes. JT. He's got Steve, something important. Yep. Very, very important. Okay. And this is probably the why, the reason why I didn't win the, the award. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. i never even seen the track. I watched every lap of it from our hauler, our <coughs> motorhome. We have a hospitality motorhome. I watched every lap from the hauler. What? I never even I never even seen the track in person. You never walked out there. Nope. I had a fresh pair of Air Jordans on, and yeah. I did not want to yeah, get yeah. dirty. Yeah. Berlut went to the tower. I had a radio. Oh, because yeah, Berlut's in the right. Berlut went to the tower. Out. I had a radio. I was on my way into the stadium, and there were just so many people. And it was like, and I'm not saying this to be cocky or arrogant, but there was just so many drunk super fans, and everyone wanted to f- talk and take pictures and do all this stuff, which is cool. I, I'm down for all that. Right. But, dude, when it's time to go race, like, I didn't want to stand in the stands. I couldn't have even watched. So I had to make my decision, like, hey, what am I going to do? I said, you know what, screw it. You came up two votes short for Team Manager. You finished second. Really? To Magnum PI, Dave Osterman. You were two votes short. I did some digging. I did some research. Steve. Yeah. How about that? I, if I wish Tits was here to do the playback, you do not have no chance of winning. Now you're telling me there was a chance. Let's ask JT, who's around Reed 24-7 all the time. 
How, did you notice his workload this past year being more, more being like, Dad's? yeah, like, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, yeah. during practice sessions at in Florida, he's on the phone. He's doing things yeah, for yeah, his yeah. team. Whereas years past, he would. No, what? obviously there's a million people doing stuff. He's organizing, you know, not so much organizing testing, but he's having to call so many more people. Okay, and, so you notice yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. He does okay. Yeah. I mean, Ellie, okay. between Ellie and Chad both, they, they were wide open. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. If you were fell, would you be a little bummed he didn't show up, James? You think? That's dusty. Oh, no, no. You're asking uh, me? Yeah, I'm asking you, Kenny. Dude, for like, sure. For right. sure. How could how could you not be? That's one of your guys that you put on your TV commercials. You promote him. Right. And you you, you help build him into who he is. And I think it's kind of a slap in the face. I don't think he likes A lot of money. I hear he doesn't. Uh, you know what, dude, the, with, with this whole situation? JT, we already know what you feel. <laughs> I don't think he likes it either. I, I don't want to speak for him. No, 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 but, but you don't like the Yamaha. I would be very, very, very surprised if he's on Yamaha next year. Um, Chris Holiday, you there? It's the crier. It's crier. How are you? You must be very, very happy. Still celebrating. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! I went through a lot of Kleenex this weekend, but not the way that Kenny went through his. Lexi, you there? Le- She's never going to give him up, clearly. Is this Lexi Marie? Well, I guess we'll move on. Give you up or turn you I mean, down. I totally want to hear that. Like, if there's a punchline, it was time to, time to do it. <laughs> you know what's funny, dude? Every, the whole industry, all the teams and all the managers are always down on, like, guys when they're out partying and stuff during the season. And then at the banquet, it's okay. Even though you got to race in a week or two weeks, yeah. go get food. Gnarly a series yeah. in the, in the yeah. world. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. You can drink. You're, you're 19, but get wasted, and yeah. it's cool. And I said, why do they want to do this? They're a pipe company, and the guy told me, you don't understand how little you have to sell to how much money you can make. Yep. Like, there is a lot of money in energy drinks. doesn't matter if you're number five energy drink or six energy drink. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard one time that Red Bull, it cost them like eight cents to make a Red Bull. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know where they sell for two bucks? It was like Fourth of July weekend or something, and it was just packed in there. And we had to go to the bathroom. So Hart's like, hey, walk to the bathroom with me. I'm like, dude, I really this. What are you guys, walk- chicks? Yeah, exactly. So we get there, and there's just a line with probably 50 people in it. But the chicks line was, like, way longer. And I go, Hart, let's just go into the pool and pee like everybody else. He's like, that's freaking gross. You're a pig, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we already know this. Let's go. Right. He's like, nope. So I'm like, I'm at her. He's like, no, just stand here. I'll get you a drink. That's one of those $30 drinks. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right. <laughs> so we stand there, and we, and we do our thing. So we're, we get to the front. We're in, right? The guy in the door goes, okay, go for it. So we walk in. I'm going to the urinal, and Hart's going to go into the, into the regular toilet. Yeah. And I'm standing at the urinal, and this chick runs in. Runs by the guy at the door into the men's bathroom, and Hart's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? I just waited in line. She goes, F you. I got to take a pee so bad. That line's too long. And, and she slams the door in his face. Wow. And the chick's like yelling at Hart, calling him names and stuff. Yeah. And Hart's all, F you, blah, blah, blah. So she's sitting, taking a piss, and I'm standing at the urinal next to her, and I look over, and I just start peeing all over her foot. <laughs> <laughs> she gets out. She's like starts screaming. I butt my pants real quick and I run to the side and she runs out and she goes to smack heart and heart blocks it. Nice. And the door guy comes out and it's all this shit. And she's like, 
in the heart's like, you know who? You're out of here. You don't disrespect me. You cut in line. She's like, you peed on my effing foot. <laughs> and he, and it, oh, it was just comedy, but that was just a good story for you guys. Maybe uh, the Nazi will pull it through. Ken Rockson. <laughs> Jesus, Kenny. You can't say that. You can't I, say, you can't I say can't. that. That's his nickname. No, it's not. Nobody calls him that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And then Jason Lawrence is a fill-in writer. <laughs> Lawrence is coming back, dude. 450 Outdoors. That's going to be. I think what do you I, think he does, think, Kenny? Think, what do you think he does? I think I might go to Sacramento just to see that. You think he, he does in top 10, right? There's no way. Uh, dude, I ain't counting that guy out. Really? He's, he's, you don't think he's a good rider? He's a good rider. I heard I, this is what I just heard from a really good source that he's really not happy with what's going on with his bike. Uh huh. So, all right, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're lucky. I'm performed for you, bastards. <laughs> Leave Andy alone. <laughs> it's so incredibly cheesy that you don't it's, like that movie. No, it's cheese ball. Love that. See, that's Animal crackers on, on the chick's ball. belly it's and like stuff. As real as going to fight an asteroid gets. <laughs> yeah, good point. At one point, he said during the banquet, I forget who was talking, but he said that guy needs to get raped and tap out right now. If anybody wants to see some funny shit in the industry, go to a Hard Rock Circle bar after the Vegas Supercross. <laughs> People are walking by looking at me like, who's that guy? And I'm just like, no one, no one. <laughs> no, I'm nobody. Yeah. I'm, I'm runner-up for team manager of the year, but I don't care about it. She needs to come full-time. Can full I have an time. iPad, too? No. No, I need an iPad, too. Yeah. 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 Hey, let me give it to you now, <laughs> and then you'll, have, in no in, you'll have no incentive to come back in. Show number 55. Pastrana was on this show. This is the one where it, it is revealed that K-Dub can also be called Rand McNally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rand because I, was, we, I drove him from the airport um, in Hangtown to the hotel, and he knew where he was going. He's like, just call me Rand. And I'm just like, call huh? me Rand, yeah. Rand McNally. Rand McNally. And he yeah. was. He, he was uh, just as good as my GPS. Yeah. I thought he was better um, than your GPS. Yeah, he was. He, he yeah. got you there, and the GPS got, was telling you the wrong direction yeah, or that's something. It. Yeah, GPS yeah. took me a longer way. And he's like, no, no, you can cut through here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it. One of your better ad-libs that you've ever had on the show was the story concocted to describe the Vivint rape code. Well, that's what it is. It's when somebody comes in the house and the alarm's going off and they want you to shut it off because mm -hmm. they're going to rape you. <laughs> or just rob you. But well, but if you're, if you're there, they're going to Might as well. Yeah, might as well. You're going <laughs> to rape and a rob while you're, while you're there. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Another stroopy tweet, which ends with... Tits giving a, uh, which is a really good one. <laughs> Show 57. Mr. Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? That's fucking gay. You're that's gay. A, that's, I like that. that I that, like that, it a lot, actually. That was really lame. What's the, uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? What is it? Came on the show. Uh, for me, <laughs> cra craziest thing is something you're unprepared to do. Um, you know, whether it's, the first time dropping on a flip and slide or the first time doing a doing a backflip. I think, honestly, you know, now backflip's pretty second nature and standard, but the first time doing that without just knowing that Carrie had done it, and I can't even imagine being in Carrie's shoes, hitting a vertical lip, um, you know, second gear just, like, Did freaking pin. The guy just boosted it and having no idea if you're going to be able to control the bike in its rotation. Uh, all right, Travis Strana, we couldn't get to all the calls. Sorry for those who uh, had to wait. But, uh, you know, you, you, think, you think the guy – is fake, Kenny, or people think the guy is fake. And yeah, he's just a good dude. He's just not. He's just like, when he was racing the Nationals, um, 
You know, I used to talk to him. I had many conversations with the guy. Uh, he's just – he's really that way with fans and with everybody. Dude, you know what I liked about Trav when he raced? You could be a guy in a pickup truck in the back of the thing, and you could go talk to him on the line, and and he would talk to yeah. them like they were, you know, Ron Ron. He's battled for a championship the, with. You know what I mean? He he just str- he's just so level, and he's like he's his highs are highs. He, like he doesn't make his right. highs too highs and his lows too low. He's just Travis is a good dude. The uh, the funniest thing I remember about Travis racing, we were on the line. I was working for Kelly Smith at KTM. We're on the line at Sacramento, ironically enough, with the concrete start. His dad is sweeping everybody's gate with a broom. Doesn't matter who you are, he's sweeping the gate. Privateer guy, factory guy, whatever, uh, with the broom, sweeping it off. And then he's yelling. His dad is yelling with the broom like a sword. Shirt undone. Always shirt undone with his dad. Never always, had his shirt. Always. Yeah. Shirt undone, tanned, yelling, is anybody going to beat Ron Cotta? Is anybody going to beat Ron? I'm like, who is this guy? I'm like, well, we're not. Kelly Smith and I are not going to beat Ron Cotta this uh. moto. But – I always picture that in my mind, like when I picture Travis and his dad. And Travis was probably like, oh, God, Dad. And he was <laughs> holding his broom up like a gladiator. But he was sweeping everybody's gate, which is really cool, too. Like, he was just like, hey, you, 784, you need your gate swept? Uh, my, I don't have the GPS on me, so I'm using my phone. I don't quite know where to go. This guy's like, dude, dude, I got this. I got it. And I'm like, do you know where I'm going? Yeah, I know exactly where, you're, where I'm going. I'm like. Well, I don't know. Since, since Kenny frequents the national. Well, exactly, in, in right? No, but so listen, much. but listen. So I'm like, I don't know the name of this hotel, and I was just here last year, and I don't know the name of this street. I know approximately where it is. He's like, dude, just call me Rand. Rand McNally. <laughs> the guys at Vivint hooked me up with a complete system. My wife uh, was getting a little worried about getting possibly raped and or burglarized. Hey, or you know what the bottom line is? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the wife. Don't worry about all that. Pookie, we need to take care of. But – most men love their wives and care about them, but most people love and care about their motorcycles more than their wives. So if you have a bitching garage with shit in there, yeah. bitching motorcycles, boats. What about boats, the wife getting raped and burglarized? Well, most people aren't going to go burglarize and rape your wife. They're, she you, have, heal. you have a better chance of someone breaking into your garage and you stealing your bike right. than raping your wife and killing Good her. Good point. So well, the, re- <laughs> the reason I looked into it was because my wife was scared of getting raped and killed uh, or okay. killed and raped. And uh, Vivint Home Automation, this thing is so cool. It's in my house. Uh, I'm so fat and lazy, that I can go on my phone, change the temperature, turn the air conditioning on or off, because it's all the way upstairs here. I can turn lights on and off. Dude, how about this? How about when you're out of town and you shut your AC off, you could turn it on an hour before you get home. Yeah. Chill it down. You can uh, uh, spy. we got cameras installed. I can spy on people. Yeah, I heard, that, I heard that they spy on you when you're up Yeah, I don't really days. like that. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that, but I like looking <laughs> Dude, at... Dude, if I were you... Hey, you know what she did this weekend? She turned the goddamn camera, so I couldn't be able to see her. Where's the camera? It's downstairs. Both of them are downstairs. You know, it'd be awesome if you just masturbate in front of the camera. <laughs> I don't know if that would be awesome, dude. Like, that'd be awesome. I, like, I don't think that that'd would be, be awesome. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? You know what the best thing about it, too? Like, the best thing about the Vivint thing? And, and Mike, you, you help. Yeah. You know these guys. Right, right, you're, right. you're buddies with them. You're the one who hooked this whole deal up. The best thing about this Vivint thing is there's a special uh, rape code. On the key box. So what happens is, let's say a guy comes in. <laughs> is, is there a difference between a rape code it's and actually, no, listen, a burglary it's code? It's not called the rape code. No, but go but on. <laughs> guy comes in, rushes Pookie when she gets out of her car in the garage, oh, forces awesome. her inside. Okay, now the alarm's going off. Uh, the guy puts a knife to her throat and says, listen, listen, bitch. <laughs> turn this alarm off or I'm, or I, and I won't rape you or whatever. Yeah. There's a code to turn the alarm off, but the code means help. It's a hostage code. Hostage code. That's a, I a like rape w- code better. All right, let's get into Tommy that. Tommy Han was Wait, gone. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Tommy was gone. Will was gone. Uh, Hart and Huntington's first year. Yeah. We had DeMuth. 
and we had Troy Adams. We drive all the way to Texas to go testing. And we're going to ride at Tommy's house. Supercross right. testing. Yeah. Tommy has a brand new track. He's never ridden it. And DeMuth's all, dude, I got the okay. We can go to Tommy's. I threw in a little bit of money on the track. Shouldn't be that bad of a deal. You know, the track's good. We get there. Troy starts riding. Tommy's mom and dad come and kick us out. <laughs> really? Kick us out. Wow. We have nowhere to go. So we end up going to Kyle Regal's test track the next day. Oh, and that's where your friendship with Mark was formed. Yep. Um, wow, Tihon, what do you got to say about that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, Tommy Tails. It's all good, my friend. Mine or Tommy? I know yours is good, dude. Me and you, we took him down. Remember how? Remember how mad RC was getting at Tommy? You should have caught gets that. Mad at anything, dude. He gets mad if you mow the grass wrong. Yeah. Dude, you guys should have played racquetball with him. Yeah. That was none nothing, dude. Racquetball's gnarly. Dude, that always sure happens not. with this guy. The, well, one of our guys that worked for us, this guy named Dan Mahoney, he was like our MC and did this stuff. And something happened. He goes, "Hey, Ivan, cuss you a question." He knows nothing about racing, dude. Uh -huh. He asked Ivan one time. He goes, "Do you, San Diego? Yeah, do you guys ever think about wearing a cup, like a baseball <laughs> catcher?" And he's like, "Why would I wear a cup?" He goes, "Well, dude, if you hit your nuts, you'd be in big trouble." What happened to Ivan? He racked his <laughs> nuts so bad, and he's like looking at him, going, "You freaking jinxed me!" Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to walk up and kick him in the balls. Hey, I got a I got a funny story about Texas with with Ivan. You you were asking about him move, why did he moved yeah, to Texas. Yeah. Well, I rem we were we were I worked at Utopia at the time. And Ivan wanted to find property, so we stayed after a couple days, and we were driving around looking at different, you know, properties. And dude, this guy is like, we're driving around, and we looked at a couple places, and we're following a realtor, and we're driving in the middle of nowhere, like l literally, like 45 minutes from civilization. Yeah, we're driving down this dirt road, and he looks over at me. It's just me and him in the car, and he looks over at me, and he goes, "This is the spot." I'm all, what do you mean? He goes, this is the spot. I'm telling you right now, I just know in my heart that, and sure enough, it, it was the spot, and that's the one he wanted. But only for two years. <laughs> so we, we yeah. get there, right? We get yeah. there, and Ivan gets there, and he was injured. He got hurt. It's last year he rode a Suzuki when he crashed at Vegas, and he hurt his shoulder, and he had shoulder surgery, so he really wasn't doing much. So what we were going to do was just go there and prep it. He was, like, a couple weeks he was going to start riding. So we get there. He gets a water truck. We went. Me and him went to the local John Deal place, and he bought a tractor yeah. and all this crap. So they're like, "Who's this city slicker?" Exactly. Me <laughs> oh, and Ivan dude. don't know shit Good about idea. tractors. Right. Like, there was something we thought the tractor was broken, and he was effing them. Those guys ripped me off and <laughs> the, called the guy out there, and he goes, "No, you just got to hit this." So we'll make a long story yeah. short. And they look at Kenny like he's an alien from another planet. So check this out. <laughs> me and Ivan were. We we had this water truck and we could not figure out how to pump the water out of the wa out of the pond into the water truck. So we we have the water truck on the side of the lake mm -hmm. or the pond, and we're pumping one. We finally figure it out. But what happened is we got too close. We got so much water so in it that the truck sank. <laughs> so all of a sudden we're sitting there, and I have board shorts on with like these cowboy boots that you pull up that go up to your calves. Of course. And we're, I'm wearing, a, like, a white beater. Ivan's wearing a white beater. Ivan has a bandana around his head. We look like two meatheads right out in the middle of this thing. I got, like, chew spit all over the front of my white beater. My belly's hanging out. And this dude rolls up on a horse. It's his neighbor. And this guy's a full, like, I don't know, urban cowboy. Like, on the weekends, he'd come to the ranch and work on his ranch. And then he'd go into Houston. Yeah. And this guy, this guy comes up, and he starts telling us. He walks up to me, and he goes, he rides up on the horse, and he goes, Are you Ivan? And I go, no, that's Ivan. He goes, he looks like the help. 
<laughs> so then this guy is going on about trying to tell us how about the PTO on the on the water truck and going back and forth. And then he tells Ivan, Ivan, we have this shovel. And Ivan picks his shovel up and he just throws it in the back. He he bought a brand new like F two fifty with cowboy truck. All yeah. And he throws it in the back and the guy tells Ivan. You should go get a bedliner for that so you don't scratch the bed up. We, I mean, get in the truck and he looks at me and he goes, I will never buy a bedliner because of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, are you going to come up, are you gonna come up here the weekend off Thanks, for man. the Rush concert with me and Ivan? You guys are going to a Rush concert? Dude, we don't go to it. We own them. <laughs> you guys really like either. Rush? Oh, dude, this is the working man right here. Ivan, we were at the Rush concert. Ivan, no, you guys we went were, to a Poison concert. No, we went to a Rush no, concert, right. bro. Rush. Oh. Ivan, do you really like Rush? Yeah, yeah. I've always liked them. They're awesome. Uh, they're from what's, Canada. Your, what's your favorite song? Mine? Working no. Man, dude. Uh, Ivan, uh-huh. Working Man? Yeah. Dude, yeah. we'd play it in the pits. And Ivan would just get fired up, dude. Uh, fired up to the Working Man? Really? He's yeah. a working class guy, dude. I know, but still, it's not a... But then, the, the year that he won the title outdoors, fired I had him going to... on Metallica. What would you listen to, Matt? If, if by Rush? Or, uh, no, no. Uh, cranberries. If I was going to... Listen to the Cranberries. Listen to the Cranberries. I like Cranberries. Band or something? No, I would listen to Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But if I was a Rush song, it'd be Spirit of the, Spirit Radio, Spirit of the Radio, or Radio Spirit, or whatever. But go back in the time machine when Alessi was standing on your bike at that last moto, and for real, like what was going through your head? Would Mitch say when you went back to the truck? I mean, obviously everybody's excited that you won, but yeah, I mean, was I mean, Walker we... going to punch him in the head? <laughs> oh, or dude, what? believe me, I'm. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, but. You know, the way I was looking at it was, you know, the guy, the only guy that could beat me in the title was laying there with me. So, you know, I knew as long as he was there with me that there's that he couldn't beat me. So I just let him do his deal and then got up once he was finished and, and tried to do the best I could. And, yeah, we we had some words after the race, you know, and, and Larry Brooks and, you know, he was a team manager at the time there. And yeah. They, they, you know, but it was good. You know, we were happy we won it. And Kenny, where were you really when he was standing on the bike? Fucking trying to run over there to tackle him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> What hey, with Walker's, I'm, I remember watching it, and Walker was like right there with him, looked like he was going to drop him. And Walker's yeah. awesome. So no, that was that was cool. I mean, before the race, obviously the last moto, we obviously had like a team meeting, and you know, Mitch said, "Hey, you know, if you see Ivan in trouble, or whatever, help him out." And sure enough, <laughs> you know, uh, he helped me out. He turned around, went backwards on the track, and helped me. It was pretty pretty crazy. Hart was maybe going to come to the race. Like, I knew he wasn't going to come, but he said, hey, let them know that I might come. You know, give me a pass. Helicopter in like Stewie. What, whatever. Yeah. He, so <laughs> I, I, when I talked to Davey, that was a funny story. Davey gets there, yeah. and he, he, he takes me up to the will call. He gets me my pass, and he's telling his sister, hey, you got to leave a ticket here for Corey Hart. Corey. Corey, he's calling Corey Hart Corey Hart. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> like, dude, this is your. Dude, I'm sure his mind was racing 8 million miles an hour. Dude. Yeah, but that's like calling someone else by a totally different name. Like, he doesn't know who Kerry Hart is. We're going to drop the news, Kenny. Apparently, it's angering you and many listeners. Yeah, I told you the news scene was lame from day one, but you guys didn't. Okay, can we go with Twitter questions and Twitter rumors? How about, yeah, how about just rumors? Because half the Twitter stuff's bullshit. 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call. <laughs> and uh, Every time you start the news segment when I'm supposed to be talking, and then you say, call in, and now I have to answer the phones. That's what you're paid for. Answer the fucking phone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to hire you, Kenny, to shovel coal. When you start shoveling coal, though, make sure you complain. You know, make sure you're not happy with that. Hey, how's that iPad treating you, bud? I know, right? Ridiculous.
You better call JSF and really quick. I will, yeah. I'll, yeah, you I'll, better well, get squared up with that. <clears throat> oh, I will. I will get squared <laughs> up with that. <laughs> you been, you've been called out. Yeah, oh, boy. I, I'll text James and say, hey, let's talk about it. He'll be like, fucking crickets. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. Man, I broke some ankles last night when that Ricky Rose 9PC came on. I thought the choppers were about to go off. Uh. Show 56 uh, is when Kato reveals that he thought that their motocross races were on Sunday. He was not aware that they were still on Saturday. But is that Kato playing dumb like <laughs> that he is, does? That is Kato playing dumb. This is also the introduction of Titz's Twitter drama. This is the initial blocking of O'Rourke. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Mathis claims that Dungey will go to a KTM and he will ride a 350 on the show. I said that? I'm uh, half right. Yep. I'm um, half right. Yeah. I love his, uh, his strict word of Heineken story, too, oh. at his parents' house. Oh. And the strict word of wanted to fight somebody because they didn't like Heineken. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> show 56. It sounds really exciting. I was in Texas. Yeah, I I did. It was funny because I texted you and I didn't I didn't know like I thought the race was on Sunday for some reason, yeah. and I didn't even know. And I'm like, hey, when's the race on your all? The race is over. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh wow. A couple things. Did did want to touch on the Purcell thing, dude? Uh, is that legit to just pull off the track like that because you're not comfortable? Um. Wait. Did they up? did they pull him off or did he pull no, off? No, he pulled off. Yeah. First moto. Uh. Yeah. You know what, Damien? To me. Yeah, back it down a little bit and get an eighth or a seventh or something. Uh, he was riding so good in the beginning of the race. At the point he pulled off, which was 10 minutes in, 12 minutes in, you know, he's already been sprinting. You have a good gap on everybody. That really helps you to get a good start. So to me, yeah, I think you want to back it down a little bit and then just get a seventh or eighth or even a tenth or whatever. But to pull off is bizarre. He was running up there at the front for a minute, I think. Wasn't he but, first moto? Were, but, were you nervous? No, no, because no. I didn't even know the race was going on. I thought it was on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? We're looking for you. Dear Mathis, we're at the USGP. Can't find you. We made awesome shirts. Hurry up. We looked for the concession stand. Not there. Snow cones. We're looking for snow yeah. cones and corn dogs, but you're not there. Quit hiding. I'm not quite on Villapoto and Dungey's page yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> well, I, I got to say, yeah, you're surprising the hell out of me, man. I, I knew you'd be good, but I didn't think you'd be this good this early. Sense to me. Um, so I, I think I feel that me and my trainer, we can communicate really well. Um, so therefore, we're, we're achieving moving forward, and, and, and I think we have trust in each other. He trusts when I'm, you know, letting him know that it's, it's, that's an, you know enough's enough, and when I'm asking, let's get after it, then he's willing to, you know, push me to the next level. So um, I think, you know, that's that's probably the biggest thing. I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm doing more or less or anything a whole lot different. Um, I just think that we communicate really well, and I think we're, you know, putting good plans in place to stay strong. Do you bicycle? Hi. Yeah, I do. Mountain biking. I mean, mountain biking a lot, mountain actually. Bike? Yeah. I'm burnt on road bikes. I'm so over road biking. Um, yeah, because you never, like, you never tweet out on the road bike. Or out on the bicycle, or anything. Yeah, like, but I mean, I, I really don't tweet training anyway. I mean, yeah. like I just like for me, like I, I don't, I don't share that with people. I mean, like you know, like everybody, you know, whether it's Trans World Racer X or the Great Outdoor Show or anything, you know, like they always want to know. You know, like 
I watch those things, and you see Dungey in the gym, Dungey on the bicycle, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. That that's not a part of me that I'm willing to share with the public. You know, right. I just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all 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 I need to know is I show up and <laughs> I can go the distance. You know, I just don't. And it's not that I'm doing anything. You know, that no one else is doing. It's just right. For me, like I just, I just do my deal, you know. No, I don't like people around and, and you know, video and that and right. whatever. Do you know who Reedy's trainer is? He, he never seems uh, to want to volunteer that really information. It's a platinum I, I know, I know who he platinum is. Platinum Fitness or something. I know who it is, but you know what? If he wanted people to know, he would say. Oh, uh, I know something you don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that. Watson. I'm not saying I that. I know something you don't uh, know. Tits, how you doing with your with your Twitter drama? Uh, what drama? You unfollowed a close friend of ours. Someone unfollowed you. Uh, no. I know Twitter to you is very important. Swisscore as well. I, you know, I'm, I'm just getting through. Just putting my head down like Dungey and uh, giving you know, it to your team. Working hard, working hard, and just you know trying to make the best of it. Hey, yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, Tits and O'Rourke, they need to make up. If if Pookie and, and uh, Steve can talk about banging other people on Twitter, I think they can bury their yeah. little beef too. Hey, did you hear what happened with uh, with O'Rourke and? Well, O'Rourke's on the line. Dude, dude okay, let's he, get to work on he is Tits is on, on his way out of the Dream Team. He is close to what? getting clipped off. The, <laughs> did you hear that? I, I did not hear uh, that, no. All right, that's, let's, that's that's big deal. All right, see you guys. Thanks, thanks. bud. O'Rourke. Good evening, gentlemen. Was there tension there with um, Tits when he, you called and he answered the phone? I had to had to ring back a couple of times. He kept hanging up on me. But No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it was cool. He's all right. All right, O'Rourke, thanks for calling. Are you? Do you want me to put you on hold so you can you and Tits can make up? No, me and Tits are cool. We we uh, I don't think we've got any we got we got any beef together. We're sweet. No beef. Okay. Right. But then again, he hasn't said that, so maybe not. Yeah, he's sitting there in stone silence right now. So clearly, mm. he must he has still have beef. You still That's got beef with Pookie. O'Rourke? Is that are the Pookie and him okay? No, no, I don't think so. There's lots of lots oh, of Twitter okay. drama. Lots of drama right now in Twitterland. Oh shit. I never thought I'd be involved in something Dude, like I can't that. believe we're wasting our time even talking about this. Later. Uh, I'm, with later. I'm with you, Kenny. All right, buddy. Take care, buddy. Hey, guys. 5150. Hey, let's go to, uh, re- let's go to uh, reader uh, email. Lame. Dude, Mathis, if I have to hear you yell, yeah, Van Halen coming at you, <laughs> I will find you the next race I go to and attempt to punch you in the nuts. Rugs, Epic Matt, Clinton Sylvie, Johnny Smith, Stephen Car- Car- Carless, John Nelson, Nate Davis, McCullough, Jason Rambo, love that last name, and Randy Olson. Those are the ten guys that I felt were the best. We narrowed it down to three. Three semifinalists to win a spot on the Pulp Mech Show. Drum roll, please. You already gave them their names, didn't you? Jason Rambo, Nate Davis, and Clinton Sylvie are the three semifinalists. Aaron, Aaron, you're, I think, you're, I think you, you're in two. This Aaron, he took... Check it out, Kenny. He took a quote from every show we've done. His favorite quote from each show. And that guy's not a finalist? Well, he I forgot about him. Then you got to throw him in the top four. You yeah, have to. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Everything, like, each, you're not even looking. I'm good, how are you? Can't even read. I can't. I'm looking forward to talking to Jason Rambo, just so I can... Is that why he made it? Is strictly because of his name? It's very high. Very. <laughs> uh We're going to put the essays online, too, so you guys are going to get to read them. Um... I'm going to just ask Jason Rambo if anything is over, and I want him to be like, nothing is over! Would you uh, Would you do this again? Would Exact same program, 2012, would you hit the road again like you're doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Big pause. I, you know, 
Honestly, I would. I, I've had so much fun this year going to every single race. And honestly, seeing what I had and what people have now and what they don't take advantage of while you have it. Right. It, it, it honestly, doing what I'm doing this year, it, you really see like what you had. And I don't know, it's so hard to explain that. Yeah. I guess people don't, people aren't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they take everything for granted, really, and I guess I did the same thing. Matt, I uh, had a question for you. I just want to know, how does it feel to be a black man in a white man's body? I heard that from an unreliable source. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a few years ago on TV, I believe. Yeah, but, uh, it was. <laughs> I mean, is it just pretty gangster? Or? No, I get called that a lot because all I do is listen to rap, and I like kind of gangster cars and stuff like that, so... Mm-hmm. Everyone, All right, everyone that's cool. And, yeah, everyone sits there and accuses me, oh, you're a black man in white man's body. So, you know what? That's, if that's what everybody wants to call me, hey, yeah. hell, so be it. The biggest one that sticks in my mind is uh, is Red Bud. I, was, I think I was in with the two car came out and the bike broke and I had to push it all the way back from, oh, uh, from the back of the track. And... Uh, the vital guy was that was the first time he took a picture and everybody's like, dude, what's wrong? You're getting tired. You're doing this. I was like, dude, I'm not getting tired. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm working twice as hard as you because I'm doing the moto and I'm pushing my bike back from the furthest <laughs> point of the damn track every single weekend. Yeah. I was like, and I'm racing second moto. I was like, if you think I'm getting tired, then you're an idiot. All right. Uh, Eric Sorby has, uh, from JSC entertainment has called back. Sorballs. What's up? Hey, I'm a fucking French, stupid bastard. <laughs> What's up? Is he going to leave? I don't know. Well, I, just, I, what do you think? What do you think? We're uh, doing a radio show here with our opinions. My opinion is, my gut feeling is, um, I think he might leave. I think he leaves too. What, what, would he ride the 350? Or the, do you know uh, K- yeah, is KTM going to redo their 450 at all? No, he'll ride a 350. What's he's, can we call him at home? Hey, tell him to fuck off then. Tell him, yeah. to, tell him, tell him to fucking, we're just trying to, pr- t- tell him forget it. Yeah, dies off the show. He's pulling cool guy on us. We're not chasing him. We're trying to better his company. Tell him we can call him at home or something. No, tell him that we're. No, tell screw oh. him. I'll call his boss and tell him that we trying to get him on to promote Henson, <laughs> and he didn't want to do it. We're trying to call this guy to promote his company, and he doesn't want no part of us. So you know what? Well, Dave maybe Dye, his, maybe his battery really was maybe, dying. Dude, said, Dave, it, lie. It, it cut off right in the. Yes, right Dave, when you come guys on, were Dave. Suck it. So either he hung up or he lost. Yeah, it maybe. One or two. Hopefully no, he, 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 Suck it, Dave. Such Trying to come on, guy. Such rage from Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. I like Dave. Uh, I'm gonna Matt. call Ron Henson. Let's call Ron Henson instead. What Kenny, the hell? Kenny says it's not happening now. He gave it. He he conceded oh, victory to me. Kenny, please. Come on. <laughs> that was the most girly little. Oh, Kenny, please. Yeah. <laughs> it I was. Can, it was. Tell me all you want. I'm dying to see the tire changing contest. <laughs> Tell him, Tits. Tell I know him. you do. Every, every time we, we try to go to lunch or dinner or something like that, it's always like, ah, is it in the circle? And uh, I don't remember exactly what the boundaries are, but it's about a mile, mile and a half, two-mile radius around your home, give or take. Everything I need is in my circle here. Yeah. I got the post office, the grocery store, a sushi place. Um, Mexican place? Mexican food place. Why does everything have to go with surrounding Grocery store, what is bank, Walgreens. Grocery, Kenny, grocery store twice. 
grocery store twice. Hey, everything Nash, is in did, my circle. Did you notice everything in his circle surrounds him by food? Oh, really? I said Walgreens. I said the bank. The bank. Well, you have to go. Walgreens has Walgreens has candy and ice cream and milk and shit. Okay, you have to go to the bank to get money to pay for the food. Uh, dentist office is in the circle. Well, that's why you have to go to the dentist because no, no, you eat no, food and it's actually Nick Way. Go ahead, caller. So <laughs> we had a guest drop out tonight, and we were looking to fill in time. And I thought, who's the best guest we could get? And we called four or five guys, but we finally got you. <laughs> I'm You're kidding. lucky your name didn't show up on my caller ID. I would have clipped you. What What did show up? Just a 702 number? It was 702. I was hoping Watson was calling. He, he, and I was keeping my fax machine on. Well, yeah. I mean, he just came on earlier and said they want to have their team locked and loaded. I was gonna. Dude, I was. I was gonna call you to see if you got uh, what Dietrich's number for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably should. Yeah, there was a lot of dudes in Michigan who were like pretty gnarly coming up back when like Kitch and Swink and I guess LaRocco would always race those guys and Kitch would always talk about how LaRocco was a pussy. Yeah. We'd push him around like he was nothing. Now look at him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's Iron Mike you're talking about there, Kitch. I know. Uh, I was like, really? Kitch? Well, but Kitch, but Kitch he's gnarly, though. And me and uh -huh. Kenny are going together. We got tickets and, and for free passes, and we're going. You guys are going to share cotton candy and whatnot. Yeah. No, we'll be good. Yeah. We'll see how this works out for him, Nick. One beer, two straws. And I do remember stopping and telling you, who's winning? Get in the tower and find out. And yeah. I said, all right, you watch this. <laughs> yes. No, because that's, it's Matt, true. there's never any confidence in me. Things I just straight up suck. Oh, yeah. I think you just straight up suck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. Why'd you sell them out for ferry then? I didn't sell him out for Ferry. Ferry was just I, I flipped him, actually, because I was like, Kibby's available. Exactly. Kibby's out. You're, Kibby's available, Matt, that you're out. Thankfully, Timmy rescued me. Plus, it was getting awkward because I like Pookie, and he liked Pookie. And then... <laughs> Keeney, I didn't paint his frame. And then I said, well, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I was going to say something about this. Yeah, something about, I, I knew it was something to do with paint. <laughs> and I said to him, dude, you, you went like 17-17, and we drove across the country. All week, and I didn't paint your frame. And then the next week, his dad, I, I built his bike the next week. Saturday morning, he shows up with his dad and goes, hey, my dad's my mechanic from now on. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you are an ass. Did he roll in with the, paint, with the, with the can of Krylon? That's not, that's not the first, like, the first time I've heard him get into somebody. He almost beat my friend up on my parents' deck one night because my friend said he didn't, he didn't really like Heineken. <laughs> Strick where I launched his gear off the deck and said, what do you mean you don't like Heineken? What's I been doing right now? <laughs> I'll bottle you. I'll cut you. And I said, this guy's awesome. Moser, what's up? You got a question for Nick Way? He's on the line. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, he just hung up, right? No, he, no he's still perfect on the line. Timing. He's still on the line. Oh, are you, Nick? Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, we were talking about mechanicals earlier, and um, I'm trying to remember. He was beating Ricky Carmichael on a 125 Supercross. Did his bike blow up? It was a really muddy one. Did you run out of gas, or did it just implode? No, uh, my reeds uh, blew a reed. Reeds, uh. reeds went, out, went out, Moser. Uh, that was shitty. That would have been a good win, bud. Yeah. I'll get him next time, huh? <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny. <laughs> you blew I was like, Jesus. Uh, uh. Fucking cell phones. It's not clear enough. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I didn't realize, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in left field, and I didn't realize that 
I'm not really sure why. Tits, why did you stop following O'Rourke? Uh, if you really want me to get into it, I just kind of haven't been feeling his tweets for a little while, and uh, Pookie gave me the courage to, to make the jump. Yeah, that's all right. Eh? Yeah, that's you know, as a born American, like you like to say, that's, yeah. your, that's your choice. Goddamn right. right. Um, is it? Is that something to do with Reed beating Dungey? What? I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm you're not, I'm not Dungey's biggest fan, and no, Reed that, that is, is from true. Australia, and he's kicking Ooh, your guys' wow. ass. So. Oh, yeah, good one. Oh, well, right. uh, I see where you're going with that, but not even close. Show 57, essay contest finalists oh, come on this was the to show, argue yeah. their cases. Yep. I can't get I can't get I can't keep the straight fa- I can't keep the facts straight that um, <laughs> that Nate's dad has passed on. Show fifty seven. Hey, another big news from this weekend of High Point. <clears throat> Christoph Purcell. Who? Christoph Purcell. Oh, okay. Uh didn't Steve, show up. Steve Cox's guy. Yeah. Didn't show up. <laughs> not not racing. So I'm halfway home. Well are you gonna get that money? What do you think? A bet's a bet, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think if he there, doesn't there race, no, there was no stipulation. Right, right. If, on... he, if he doesn't race, if he goes home, whatever. If he's hurt, maybe you could have a case if you're Steve Cox. Well, but he's not hurt. I say, did they ever even have any sort of stipulations on it? Was just I think you're got, good. He's got Kenny, I'm, I'm on your side. I think he owes you a thousand bucks unless he comes back and wins a moto. He's got three more races. I, I I'm calling this right now. I'm calling Steve Cox a welcher if he loses. Hello, Cox. Yo. It's Mathis. You're live on the air. Pulp Mech Show, Monday night. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Kenny's got a... Hold Ken- on. I got to tell somebody. I'm on a radio show right now. I just got called. It's probably about Porcel, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I guess I got to pay up if he doesn't show back up and win one before the halfway point, right? I mean, I didn't really count on him racing two and then leaving. Right. I figured I if anything, he'd get hurt. But I guess, I mean, yeah. I didn't specify and neither did Kenny, so I lose. Right. So, okay. So, well, we're just checking your status of the bet. I'm not going to welch on it. <laughs> okay. I claim welch. I claim Ken, welch. Kenny was claiming welch. Yeah, well, that's because you're a douche. You need to have faith in people, and I'm actually a good guy, and you just don't understand it. Yep. <laughs> I'll, oh. But I am a douche, but I'm a $1,000 richer douche. <laughs> When's Hanny getting signed? Uh, talking to Jeremy? No, I'm talking to you, Kenny. Oh, I was wondering the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that deal yet. Oh God, Who, Jeremy. I see. I see. Uh, you guys Twitter each other here and there, and even Carrie's involved, right? A little bit Twitter and Hanny. Hanny's a Twitter fool, isn't he? Yeah, but Love dude, it's not. It's nothing to do with that. I mean, Hanny's like been my friend forever. And yeah, no, I like him. You ought to be able to see if he can sign a contract on Twitter. He'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you could Twitter a contract to him, he'd sign it, no problem. <laughs> Uh, we can we can try that now if you want. We can do fifth caller, sixth caller. We can do. Um, do a Let's do eighth caller. I think you oh, know what you guys get like videos uploaded onto your site or anything. No, no, dude, Jeremy, we're not giving away a car, dude. We're giving we're giving away a we're giving away we're giving away a hundred fifty dollars set of tires, dude. Our surprise guest, and that would be uh, Moto Concepts team owner Mike Genova. Mike, what's up? Hey guys, how are you? Uh, good. We're good. Thank you for coming on. You're live on the air right now with uh, myself, Mathis, and, and Kenny Watson. Um, uh, thanks for doing this, by the way. I appreciate you reaching out a little bit. What uh, we, we did talk about your, your missing rider, Christophe Purcell, uh, earlier in the show. Um, I guess take us through, did you have any idea that he wouldn't show at Mount Morris? I mean, was this a complete surprise? 
Well, we had to speculate because we weren't hearing much from him. And, uh, you know, we just, um, you know, I put out a post on Vital to kind of explain really what's been going on, you know, not to throw any, uh, you know, uh, darts at anybody, but Mm -hmm. really just kind of express that uh, we're trying to be straight up as a race team and uh, I'm trying to be straight up as a guy and just tell people that uh, what's going on. So in terms of him not showing up, and when you don't hear from somebody, we're, we had to assume that he probably wasn't. But as I posted, you know, we just we operated as business as usual mode and had the bike ready and mm-hmm. and the mechanic there ready to race. Right. So as of right now, is he still a member of the team? Do, do, have you work? Are you working it out? What do we know? Well, I've tried even a couple times today to try to kind of reach out to Christoph and and really, you know, our stance, my stance has really been, you know, forgive and forget, you know, and. No hard feelings. Um, we hired Christoph to race, and and for his benefit, and of course ours, and mm-hmm. and so we put a lot of everything into it: energy, time, money, and uh, so you know I did everything I possibly could to try to keep that thing uh, alive. And uh, but you know if somebody doesn't want to be part of your world, uh, whether it's a girlfriend from high school or a racer <laughs> who works for it, right? Uh, not much you can do. No, so, I know. So as we speak, um, yes, um, I have terminated my arrangement with uh, an agreement with with Kristoff. Uh, leaves us no option. What would you do in Vegas once you got here? Do you have any anything interesting to do in Vegas? Well, uh, ironically enough, uh, I've heard Garth is going to be doing a show out there. So <laughs> Kenny, Kenny just threw his phone down. He just he's just shaking his head. He just he just threw his phone down in disgust. Well, I think the best way I can describe it is with this analogy. Uh, imagine it's 1986. Oh, yeah, I'm listening uh, to Prince. Halen has just released 5150. Oh, I like where you're going. I like where you're, you're going a, with this. You're at a concert, and you're a huge fan, and you've been listening to the music, and they call you up on stage for a song and give you backstage passes. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, I, dude, I would now, love that. <laughs> Yeah. Now imagine how much more awesome that would be for you if you were not only a huge Van Halen fan, but you were an aspiring rock star yourself. Well, and these are the guys you want to be like. And they said, not only are we going to have you come on stage, we're going to let you perform an entire set with us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. That's, that's kind of the yeah. best way I can describe it, is that's what it would sort of be like for me. Okay, you got to F1, marry one, kill one, go. Kenny Watson, Steve Mathis, or Pookie. <laughs> Do it. I think you got to really explain this, the, the concept. No, no, no. Well, know, I think every, I understand knows the context. Let's see. In order to F1, marry one, kill one, go. Yes. And go Pookie, uh, Mathis, Kenny, just because he <laughs> You want to marry Mathis? <laughs> well, either you one, know, he loses. I know. Yeah, I can't believe you listen to these shows more than once. Like, I. It's, it's incredible. I can't. I get people all the time. People tell me all the time they listen to this stuff, and I'm just like, what? I do. I do all the time. I have it on my iPod. Yeah. I take a check out on a date. I just hit the iPod, and then you <laughs> go, hey, you know, I got my own radio show. Check it out. What is it on? It's on, it's on satellite. Oh, really? I would think you'd listen, Kenny, to break down exactly how you could get better at the show. You know oh. what you need to improve on. I could give a rat's ass about improving about my show. <laughs> Timmy, I like Timmy. Timmy's good. I was actually at the '99 Summer Cross. We got a winner. <laughs> now you're talking. Now we're talking. Do yeah. you remember me when he took me around the track and I had the checkered flag? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? <laughs> Did you remember that? 
She wasn't I there. Missed that part, but, uh, um, that was, actually, I know you guys joke about it, but that was a huge win because I was there in the stands and everybody was like, well, tell McGrath to do another lap or yeah, make no, him ride You're fucking telling me it was a big win. She has a friend that I think would be right up your alley. <laughs> she breathing? Do you have a heartbeat? <laughs> she's right up my alley. You might be waiting a while because there is no U.S. Open. The Monster Energy Cup, Tits. Hey, he needs to be proper. Yeah, well, okay. I'm sorry. It's been the U.S. Open for hey, years. Hey, so hey, get right. something straight, Rambo. With a guy named Rambo, you never have to apologize to Tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing is over. I, w- I would like, if you win, I would like you to call me Troutman. I like Rambo, but I think you like him way more. <laughs> Rambo was cool. I know. I met you're him. Just, you're very excited he, about the whole he, Rambo he, thing. I say, he's good on the phone, but I think it's the Rambo name that, that's really getting him up you know, no his essay was steps. good and, and he's a fan a well-rounded essay. And, and it's a great essay yeah and, and his chick's hot which means we got <laughs> we can see her all the time while she sits here and watches rambo on the show and then when we're done rambo can show us how to make a jacket out of a tarp <laughs> that's what i like yeah or maybe he could show us how to like mow through a police a small town police force you know things like that uh pookie so you're okay with his chick coming over yes and being hot i actually prefer chick to come yes sitting i prefer two chicks actually (laughs) what's that did you have any interaction with kenny ever did you see him no and actually i saw kenny at houston supercross i said uh try to get his attention and he ignored me oh wow right perfect well that's what's going to happen if you win you'll be sitting in that chair and he won't even he won't even uh he won't even uh look at you yeah, I did, and I don't know how I can compete with a guy named Jason Rambo and another guy that spends all of his time quoting every single best line of the show. You're telling me, bud. Of all the shows. That's Dude, how about tough. the how about the guy that's going to school to it's for German 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 <laughs> Germanism <laughs> Germanism for Germanism <laughs> for journalism. Another Kenny Bonick. Uh-huh. One of our friends gave us the '87 Anaheim uh, Supercross on tape. <laughs> So I don't know how many times we reeled that through, you know, and the classic commentaries from all that from the announcers back then. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm out doing something in the yard, you know, and it's quiet, and I can, I can hear my brother, he had an MR, 1976 MR50, and he's ripping that thing around the yard. And, you know, you hear it die, and then you hear a little bit of muffling talking, a little bit here and there, and then pretty soon you hear it fire back up, and take off. So pretty soon you're hearing it run around, and boop, down. And then all of a sudden he's laying there just on the ground, not moving, but he's talking. He's going... Oh no, Johnson! He's down like a rag doll. Ward's by him. It's the '87 Supercross stuff, you know, and that's just the stuff that we grew up with. Yeah, all that, and uh, I know it was a good time. And I just think he's his letter was, you know, it's totally truthful and heartful, and it's uh, it was a hard deal. We made it through it, but the real deal is that I mean, we're he is a moto kid, and we're moto family. Um, who won? Who won the Cox Sand Dunes? Besides Kenny, who won the Cox Sand Dunes fight? That that was a. Uh, uh, Lose, everyone lost in that one. <laughs> if, if, if anyone had the upper leg, it was probably maybe maybe because it was Cox because he's been there. Ah, oh, I mean it's a hard question. That's a hard question. It and is. you got two two of the three yeah, right. Any super fan would know your dog's names. You yeah, got two, I think you got two of the three right. Then you named the dead one. So thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that all. Yeah, back that's up. that's great. That thank you. Let, yeah. me, let me go cry <laughs> over his ashes. That was Moses' questions. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, Nate's just got the tragedy thing, and we're going to need some death certificates if, if this thing all comes through. Yeah, if this thing all comes through. Official or just a cop? I'm kidding. I'm joking. God, I'm going, I'm going to hell for that. Uh,
Uh, if he wins, he has to address me as Colonel Trump. That's the bottom. That's the bottom line. I'm, I'm going to be telling. And if he does win like, on that, like we're going to get the DVD of the Rambo's greatest knockouts. Yeah, and it's going to be on the TV the whole time. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. <laughs> Moser, how you doing with Shorty's rough start? I don't want. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna re, we're gonna regroup this week. Put our heads down. I might have to call him. We. So here we are at show 58. We've got the essay winner is announced. Um, it is revealed that to this day, K-Dub still has not paid on the Morris bet from the beginning of season one of the Pulp MX show. Yeah, that was, he needs to pay up on that somehow. I don't know if that'll happen, but. Yep. Uh, the, the guy that he knows from Vegas that calls and leaves the long drunken voicemail about how bad he wants to be on the show and then calls in 15 minutes later and says it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, that guy. kind of becomes a big deal. Correct me if I'm, that guy, that was douchey of that guy. Yeah. But then we said, okay, come on down or something, didn't we, at one point? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then, then, yep. then he got mad, yeah, that yeah, we, yeah, that we that. made fun of him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, K-Dub is on this show, the, not the OG K-Dub, the fast K-Dub. Yep. And the guy calls in about when the hurricane hit down there, and he was restoring K-Dub's power. Oh, yeah. And how they got into a whole bunch of trouble and almost tipped over a lift truck for the electrical company. Yep. Moser calls in to talk to Darren Durham, ask him about his uh, why he hasn't posted any nutsack pictures on Twitter recently. Mm-hmm. Sinjin, subway call. Oh, is this? <laughs> Number one. No, this was the good. First one. This was good. I liked it. That was funny. Show 58. 97. Um, it was second moto. First moto, he crashed, bent everything up, bars, levers, and... Um, he took, like, I told him to set his levers, and he goes, hold on, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I go, well, I'm going to leave the T-handle on the seat. They're still loose, so tighten it when you adjust your levers, tighten it. He goes, okay. Uh-huh. Because remember the starting gate was down that hill? You had to yeah. walk all the way over yep. there? Yep. So I it took off straight over. straight up a hill. It went up. Yeah. So I went over there, and he shows up on the line. I didn't say nothing to him. About third lap in, he was, like, running. He was top ten, probably. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in, he's driving by, and he's pointing down at his clutch lever, and the thing is just hanging down. And he's screaming, <laughs> pointing down, and yeah. I, I go, up. Oh. So he pulled into the mechanics area the next lap, and I tightened it, and he took off, and he was like an 18th yep. that lap. And I counted my 18th, and I'm like, whoa. So he came around again, and I'm counting, and he's in ninth. Uh-huh. And I'm like, my guy's on it. Uh-huh. After the race, Craig Decker comes up. You've effing cut the track. I saw you cut the track. Deacon's like, no, I didn't. You know how they have those horseshoes? You drop down. Yeah, the yeah. first one after the tabletop, you go right, and there's that single yeah. up the hill. Yeah. He went straight across. <laughs> Duke comes over. Did you cut the track? And Brian's like, I swear to God I didn't cut the track. I would never cut the track. Dude, next week we're at Southwick. Some dude comes up with a picture of Brian just cutting straight across. Decker's coming up the hill, <laughs> and Deacon's just pulling out in front of him. <laughs> They were all good. It was a really tough call, but I think Nate should should get it. And uh, by the way, it's called a uh, tear jerker. I think you're saying tear jerper. What are you from Canada or something? Yeah, um, this guy clearly. Uh, thank you for calling, but clearly this guy is not a fan of the show. I was saying tear jerper, but that's because our own Kent Watson um, trademark that tits. Is that a trademark? And then Steve, I'm um, just nitpicking, but um, you got to stop with the 
yeah, no, or the no, yeah, or even the couple, um, yeah, no, yeah. I've never heard in my life anybody. Whatever, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. Got when stop he, listening. When he, when no, here's yeah. the answer to a question. No. That's yeah. it. Other than that, great show. I do doing do well. I admit it. And, uh, He's trying to get a hold of you on Twitter. And did you you never replied? No, because you kept bugging me about coming on the show. Yeah, okay, listen to this. He could get my number. Dude, Goodwin's yeah. dad is my gardener. Yeah. All right. Let's this listen is, uh, to this email. Oh. on uh, Twitter. Um, my name is Jake. Uh, last name is Poole, but it's P-O-O-L-E, so that's where I got Poole. I've been called that since I was an amateur on Do you 80. know this guy? Um, anyways, um I'd really, really like to be able to just come and, you know, watch the show on, on Monday for my birthday. That's all I want for my birthday. Uh, I'm a huge, you know, huge, huge fan. I don't think he'd have a problem with me being on the show, but he hasn't really gotten back to me on Twitter. He hasn't really gotten back to, to me. <laughs> ask my writer to, you know, call in he doesn't you know, get back to me. a favor for something <laughs> like this. Just cause I, you know, he probably barely gets back to heart. It would mean a lot to me. Um, if at all possible, I don't know. Um, it, it'd mean a lot, man. Um, get me back either on Twitter or that would make my birthday, man. Like, I, I love Basset Hounds. I'll bring you guys coffee if you want. You know, I'll bring you beer if you want. I'll bring you, you know, I'll bring Watson dip if you want. It's like, Dude, he's reaching I don't out know whether hard. to get the guy on the show because, like, he's going to kill himself. Right. <laughs> or this is the greatest thing in his life. Right. Or maybe he's maybe we give him a nickname where he's just like Debbie Downer because he right. doesn't sound right like he'd be a great guy on the show. Please get back and hear that. It would it would mean a total, you know whole lot, man. Um, all right, thanks again. Aaron had the quotes. Clinton was the moto journalist. Rambo's was just Rambo, and of course Nate had his parents die when they hit a cow. And his family moto kept his family together. And the moto and the show kept his family together. I like to think that. And uh, and we've we've deliberated, it, and the winner is. Wait, hold on, Nate Davis. Nate Davis is the Got winner. It. Nate seven zero eight on Twitter. Nate has won the contest. He is coming to Vegas. Hey, um, somebody on voicemail wants to know if you ever paid that guy five hundred dollars for the Ryan Morris bet. I haven't. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Ooh. Jake. Yeah, that's uh, me. I guess. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? We just played, we just played your message. Did you? Oh, that was I'm sure. I, I don't even remember sending that. To be honest, I had a, had a few uh, uh, cocktails would be an understatement. <laughs> so I'm sure that was, that made me sound like the biggest fucking douchebag in the world. It sure did. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, Kenny. I appreciate it. Hey, K Dub, who's gonna get fifth if you're not there, yeah. then, dude? What's Grant gonna have to step it up or what? I have bad bad reception right now. I can't even hear you, K Dub. Uh, I bet you don't. <laughs> hey, low, uh, low blowing it right now, bro. Oh God, come this, on, uh, K Dub. Did you did you have? Let's say call him Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Mister Wyndham. Uh-huh. Kevin Wyndham gave me a stack of stickers that say K Dub on them. When he rode for Fox, they made a bunch, and I never had a sticker with my name on him. And he handed them to me like, <laughs> here, dude. I was so pumped when he gave those to me when I was at his house. I was like, dude, I made it. I got a sticker with my name on it. Got a sticker. So Gustav comes, and, and these guys are working down the road, and they're like one house away from mine, and I'm, I'm out in there, and I'm all like, dude, is there any way that you guys can get power back onto my house? Because we've been out of power for about two weeks. And he's all like, 
holy shit, it's K Dub. You know, like, just, what's the, how, what's the, you know, um, he rides motorcycles, obviously, works for a power company. You know, he's one house away from mine restoring the power, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, they got me on, and I'm like, bro, I appreciate it so much. They were going back to a hotel. I'm like, dude, don't go to a hotel, just stay at the house. Right. So they pull up in the house, and of course, we go up to the bar, and we're just getting hammered, right? And uh, we all decided it would be a great idea about 3 o'clock in the morning to go out in the bucket truck. Of course. <laughs> so here I am at like, I, it's like, a, it might as well have been 1,000 feet high. I don't, I mean, it was probably only 50, but, you know, yeah, right. it should have been 1,000. <laughs> Who cares, right? So somehow one of the drunkest guys out there starts grabbing all the, the uh, like the, what do you call it, like the deal that, that kind of secures yeah, like the outriggers? Yeah, outrigger controls, and he removed them. Just It was bull crap what he did. It was awesome, but <laughs> it shakes the hell out when most, you do that. It was the most exciting thing I'd ever done in my life. I, I didn't even realize how close I was to dying. Hey, how, how high were we up in the air? Uh, it was probably 65 feet, but the worst part was your friends. <laughs> You know, it yeah. was your your ex mechanic. I mean, that guy was so drunk. It Who was, was that, Ali? <laughs> Shocker. You know, I I still got one of your cups at my house that says I don't know what it says. It says KW or something. I don't know what it says. He must have dropped it in the back of that bucket truck. I remember helping him out. He went up. He went all the way sixty five feet in the air with one leg hanging out. Yeah, that was Ali. <laughs> Ali, this is Ali. Of course. Who else would it be? I, I still remember him snooting, making, I don't know what he was doing whenever he was, you know, at the bar. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's his, that's Allie, that's, that was Allie's move. Hey, that's why I, that's why I let a lot of people come to the house and drink with me and stuff, because all my friends are assholes, so it's like, it, they don't feel a lot worse than oh. my friends. Oh, they were all cool. I just remember you, um, he put us up in his apartment, and the apartment didn't have a shower curtain at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what what he did? He went and took his kid's shower curtain. It was like a Mickey Mouse shower curtain. Oh, it was. Hey, it time, times were tough in the Wyndham household. Only one shower curtain. Um, no, I mean, I know. I'm kidding. You know, <clears throat> no, that's funny. It good. was pretty yeah. awesome of him. Yeah, Kev's a good guy. You know. Oh, he is. I mean, that that says it all right there. Right on, Jamie. No, that's a weird part. You didn't know none of us. You no, know, you guys could you guys could have been like uh, thieves or rapists or something. I mean, you had no we idea. weren't, but right. still. Hey, you know that's what happens. That's what happens when a man's out of electricity for two weeks. You start doing yeah, weird stuff. <laughs> you start doing weirdo stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it sucks seeing people crash, but when you know them and you're friends with them, and you see your friends get hurt like that, it's like, man, enough's enough. You know, I that that one in St. Louis, man, that or Houston, Houston. when you when you were down that long, man, I was just like bumming for you, like, dude, maybe this is it. You know, and then sure enough, he's like Jason from Friday the 13th. He's back. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I talked to Mike a lot about it. LaRocco, uh, obviously having gone through a long career and, uh, ultimately, uh, you know, the retirement process, I, I would say for him or for me, for all of us, it, it's kind of, it's, it's rough, dude. It's, it's a bitter process and, uh, Knowing when enough's enough, and and you know he had that win in Indy, which was spectacular in front of his home crowd, and and you know really rode a great race that night. And he followed up a few rounds later, or whatever, and you know guys are getting hurt left and right. He wound up breaking his arm, and you know you hate to go out on an injury, but sometimes hitting the ground just smacks you upside the face good enough to you know let you realize that you're not who you once were. And you know it kind of goes back to that whole thing we were talking about earlier about the crossroads of you know 
the fans and their support and, you know, the losing the ability to win. And, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, everybody likes to see me ride, but you don't want to see me out there in 20th or whatever, you know, and I'm not there yet. I, I feel like I got good ones ahead of me, but it's, you know, it's tough to realize when enough's enough and, and sometimes crashes to it. But yeah, I mean, going back, yeah. going back to this year, this year wasn't enough times hitting the ground to make me think I need to quit. You know what I'm taking from tonight? Like, I'm just a, I'm, I'm not a good dude. Here, here we are. We got, uh, we got, Glad you uh, realize can that. you, you call in my house talking about how sick it was just to be cruising down the road. Then we went up to the bar and drank all night. And then we got Randy calling, wanting to come ride them all. Like, no, I'll let nobody at my house. <laughs> you didn't send the guy to Jersey. <laughs> yeah. The guy from steel uh, city. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, Rand. But you gave me stickers, so you're all yeah, right. Bud. <laughs> and somehow, a question about your career, Kenny worked into you giving him stickers. Something I'd totally forgotten about mm. was the, the big fuel issue a couple of years ago with RC and, yeah. and you guys with Yamaha and yep. and Tyson Hadsall being minus 23 in points after that. <laughs> yeah. Was that, that must have been, because obviously you were there on the inside at the time, was that, was that a, like obviously a massive deal for Yamaha? Did they... They deflect that back to VP or whoever well, was buying the fuel at the time, or they took it on the, the chin. Or well, Stewart, you know how much you know how much lead was in there, like the tip of a pencil. Yeah, Stewart and Byrne got docked as well at Bud's Creek. Mm. Um, Ricky got caught, and we got caught. We were told, and I don't know if Yamaha came up with this on its own or if VP said this is what it was. We were the first to get busted, so maybe at that point, no one was thinking it was VP's fault. But then later, it sort of was VP's fault. But we were told. We used to store our leaded gas in tanks underneath the, the front of the semi, and we would pump it out out of, of the semi, and we stored leaded gas in there. They, Yamaha did for, you know, 10 years. So when we got unleaded gas, we were told – I was part of this. They said, hey, go put a bunch of unleaded gas in these tanks, flush it out, drain it, and then put the real gas in there. So we said, okay. Well, it turns out that's not anywhere near enough flushing – for 10 years of carrying leaded gas. So the lead was mm. in the aluminum. So VP said, hey, you, you know, the, the lead seeped into the unleaded gas, and that's why you guys got busted. You weren't cheating. No, and you guys were cheating. Quit making bullshit up. Okay. Big deal. They cheated. They're cheaters. Yamaha has always <clears throat> been known for cheating. I remember Ricky telling me down at the, when we stayed at his place. Okay, let fair. Brock buy. That's cheating. That's not Excuse cheating. me, Mr. Mr. 167cc. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Uh, half hour ago telling Deegan cutting Butts Creek and, and him thinking it was awesome. And, and Watson, do you know anything? Do you know what Chupacabra is? <laughs> what? I was just blown away by the fact that during the commercial you told me you listened to a podcast, a show, an it old was, show. It was terrible. You, which one did you listen to? What <laughs> it was, was it? Terrible. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. What was it? Tits. You're my guy. I like you, but you just need to stay behind that board right there because, dude, I listened to that that ra- I don't know what show the wrap up show when or the, you were, uh, when the you fan, were the super fan roundtable when you were hosting you it. You actually listened to that? I dude, know. Huh? You were terrible. No, it wasn't very good. I listened. No, to it was it was worse than very good. <laughs> it was man. not very good, and it wasn't even close to worse, being very. It was worse than very it good. Was, <laughs> it was worse than being very good, dude. Okay. You were so nervous, dude. I, Dude, I couldn't believe it, how nervous you were. You were like, uh, it was like you were reading a piece of paper. I was. Oh, you were? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you were so nervous. I felt like I was embarrassed for you listening to it. I'm like, dude, is Tits really doing this? And like Mosher was just 
you know, Mosier, and, you know, everyone did fine except for I had you a lot guys. of weight on my shoulders, man. I bet you did. Now, you know what Steve feels like every week having to deal with this. It's not that easy, I, I is it? to deal with you, yeah. It's not that easy, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and, then, and then I listened to the, to the show. Oh, Did that, you actually make it all the way through? No. No, I didn't no. think so. <laughs> no. I, the I first made, time I listened to it, I made about five minutes in. I said, I can't listen to it. I made it far enough to hear what all the shit, uh, what's his name, Swisscore talked about me. <laughs> Swisscore? I don't, like, uh, when I met you in Daytona, right. I said, fuck and you. you. Flipped them off? I meant that. Uh, Mr. Double D, sir. How are you this evening? Good. How you doing? Uh, good. So, um, big fan. I'm not your biggest fan, but pretty big. Um, I haven't seen any balls or crocs or alligators <laughs> on Twitter recently. Um, not to say that that's bad, but yeah, they, those were pretty good Twitter Twitter tweets. Yeah, any guy who puts his balls on Twitter is 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 is, uh, is pretty. Durham funny. did that. Yeah, dude, I want to sign you now. What is it going to take? Let's get some bikes. Let's go race. What, what did you rack your nuts somewhere? What was the deal there? Yeah, I took a handlebar to the nuts at Paul, and oh, it was ugly. Dude, my my sack was all black for like weeks. <laughs> and I I took a I took a picture of it when it was fresh and posted it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, that might have to stop if you went to say a pro circuit next year, but uh, that would be a downfall. And I think that's big balls. I think that's important. <laughs> I, I mean, I look at guys like when I sign guys, I want something besides just a guy that can ride, you know. And and I think like oh, got, yeah, like with Handy, you want a guy who's going to fight in the bar. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just saying, just throwing that out there. Dude, I hope he slaps the shit out of you and he sees you for all the shit you talk on him, dude. <laughs> He's so hey. bitter on you, he won't even listen to the show because... Oh, he won't he, listen to the show? Oh, God, I'm hurt. He, yeah, he, he doesn't. You probably have a whole bunch of new friends, huh, Durham, the last uh, three weeks? Gay. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I don't I don't listen to anyone, man. They're all full of crap anymore, man. <laughs> Good job, Durham. Keep it real, dude. Don't listen to those freaking idiots. Sinjin. Can't wait. What up? What's up? Oh, fuck. Kenny, I think I'm coming up to Mammoth. I'm not sure. Oh, dude, I would love to hang out with Sinjin. We could go tell everyone to go fuck off. The only reason I don't know is because I have fucking work, but I think, honestly, I might just, I don't care if I get uh, fired. I think I might just fucking not go. Where do you work, work, Sinjin? A shithole subway. The only reason I work is to support so I can ride. That's the only reason I fucking hate it. Sinjin, you'll get another job at subway. Trust me. Yeah, I know. So, you know what? I really think I'm just, my mom said I could go. She'll give me the gas money. I'm just going to sleep in my car and go up on Friday morning. Hey, I would love to see Kenny, a 40-something-year-old man, hanging out with a 17-year-old boy. At the Dude, races. we'll be fucking bitches. <laughs> and Tits will be all jealous, not getting fucking anything. So yeah. get out of here, Tits. Yeah, suck it, Tits. Hey, do you, uh, when you're building a sub, do you do you go strictly by what the rules of what they say, or do you throw in extra shit because you just think people are cool or hot chicks are at the counter or anything? I'm not kidding. Whenever there's, like, hot chicks come in, I'll give them the 10% senior discount. That's awesome. Ah. That's good. Do you put extra mayonnaise on their sandwich? Dude, the, I'll just tell you this now. Anyone here who eats Subway, it's fucking disgusting how they make it. Do not eat it. <laughs> it is so gross, I, you'll throw up. I like, every day we change there. the labels. We change the labels that, like, when they're supposed to expire, it's just gross. Do not eat it. Oh, I like Subway. <laughs> Shit, no, don't eat it. But, uh, I, yeah, hopefully I'll be up in Mammoth. All right. Hey, make sure you come by. If you come by, you come by and say... Tell me to hey, go f off. Sinjin, if, if we see video cameras, it's to catch a predator because Sinjin, he's trying to hang out with underage boys. Sinjin, if you want Ooh. some graphics for your bike, shoot me an email. I'll get you. I'll get you hooked up. All right, for sure. Thanks, hey, man. hey, I Sinjin, help. you know, do you know, do you know that the guy talking all that crap is like some Mormon boy? 
Tits is a fucking like forty year old virgin. I'm never gonna listen to that loser. It's there you fucking, go. I'd whoop your ass, Tits. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, I'll, I'll hit you guys up in Mammoth, hopefully. All right, give me uh-huh. a foot long. See ya. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Tuna, definitely not. Like, when the health lady comes in, we change all the labels. So yeah. everything that expired <laughs> days ago, we just change the label on it every night. What about the seafood? The what about the seafood? What about the seafood combo? Okay, if you eat that, you're for sure going to have horrible problems. Yeah. <laughs> I get spicy Italian or um, roasted chicken, mostly. Uh, spicy it- oh, okay roasted chicken that's fucking disgusting that's like it's not they don't do anything with it but it's like a fucking soggy bread yeah yeah you're right <laughs> god damn it all right so any more any more subway questions no we're good meatball is the safest thing for sure and pastrami those are the only two things that don't get fucking messed around with what's the what's the what's the deal with the juice in the in the pastrami when they after they microwave it? that kind of scares me juice oh it's just like grease yeah. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This is a true story, real quick. True story. Okay, the other day I'm working. I have like super, super bad swamp ass. So I just like find. I go in the back, find a paper towel, wipe my ass, throw it in the trash can. You know, maybe a little swamp got on my fingers, whatever. And then I go make the tuna with my bare hands. Didn't walk. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear. Dude, but I, dude, I see when I go to Subway, I always see the people when they go to the cash register and ring you out. They take those clear gloves off. They fill them in the garbage can, ring you up, and when they go to help the next person, they're washing their hands. Yeah, they put clear gloves uh, on. Sinjin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When you're help, when you're helping the customers, that's right. But when you're in the back doing prep, oh, no one's ever doing in it. the back. <laughs> it's fucking in the back is when they get you. I'm so but glad in front I don't of you guys. Yeah, we have to every time we touch anything, sneeze, whatever. We have to change them. But what you're not seeing is how we prep the food. Craig Decker. Will and I mean, Craig Decker. He's a good guy. Yeah, we were at Lake Whitney, and he was still riding 80s. Okay. And I worked with Kawasaki um, Team Green, and I was filling up the water tanks in the parking lot. And I didn't in a know. Box fan? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Will, and I didn't know Craig. Right. They pull up in their, their box truck, and Will asked, can he use the water when I was done? Because I had my hose and stuff out. I was filling it up. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So... I, we just started talking, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the 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 water tank started crackling and making all this noise. <laughs> so instead of just shutting the water off, uh-huh. I decided I want to go under there <laughs> and, 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 and examine what's going on. Right, of course. Well, as soon as, soon as I got under there and put my head out, the thing's blew up and i was just like screaming whoa 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 holy shit and those guys are like they came up and i was all wet and they're looking at me and will looks at me and he goes will and craig both they look at me and they went whoa <laughs> so that's like my thing every time i seen craig yeah, and will yeah. go, they don't say hey what's going on i could just hear it behind me whoa whoa and i know who it is that's the end of part two